What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. It is ish, the king of kings, the king of content. New, 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 new world and a speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator Coach Adamus. I can never say that. And the Sea God Allah. We are back in here with the best entertainment on YouTube. Appreciate y'all for being here one more time. Do me a favor, hit the like button. And we're going to tell you what this show is about. Treat relationships like a business question mark. We got a cart girl suing country clubs. We call this the apex predator tactic. And now she's suing them for sexual harassment. We also have a young woman who's going to get, who's fighting her husband to not get a prenuptial agreement. This is a reality TV snippet, which could be a straggle and sniggle theater there as well. We also have Mark Anthony going to the junior college with another Miss Universe person that he's marrying. But is this a W or is this an L? All right. My man's married a 23 year old young woman. She's a one. She's a woman and she's in a fully legal adult. Uh, however, Mark Anthony is a 54 years old and he married her. Uh, is this a W or L? We're going to talk about that and break that down. But do me a favor. Hit the like button. We got some great content ahead. And uh, as normal on our Tuesdays, what we have to do is we have to appreciate our gorditas. And we do have a new gordita member that we want to add to our membership. All right. We do have a new gordita member. Uh, I'm a little bit sad about this addition, but um, you know what I mean? Sometimes you can't fight off genetics. So uh, this Gordita is definitely has hit the wall. Uh, I quite liked her back in the past. Her face was phenomenal. I thought her face was absolutely phenomenal and um, didn't care much about her body so much. But um, now I see the genetics are hard to fight back. So our newest addition, ladies and gentlemen, do I have a drum roll? I used to have a drum roll here. Uh, we'll do it like this. Our latest addition to our slow Tuesday Gordita. is Selena Gomez. Everybody, Ray, give her a round of applause. Selena Gomez, welcome to Slow Tuesdays, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Slow Tuesdays. Selena Gomez, definitely you have arrived in Gorditaville. Give her a round of applause and let her know, man. We welcome her to Gordita. Man. Yo, man, this is a hey, I'm a little disappointed, man. This is not a good look, girl. My lord, how much dude. She's so sick of that same old love. What is going on, Selena? Look, man. This is just terrible. This is reprehensible. Look, this is this is older. Oh, the humanity. Oh man, what are we doing, baby? I mean, I look, I used to like her little face, you know. Look, yeah, I'm shaking my head too, looking at that. She chawing on that popcorn. Man, brothers, time is not on their side, man. Dang, man. What in the world? Selena, what are we doing? You looking like somebody's Tia now. All right, goodness, man. You almost somebody's abuela. Man, when you become somebody's abuela, you're going to be bent out of shape. Lord have mercy. Blew up like the Goodyear blimp. Hey, let me just show y'all real quick. I got to pull this up because I wasn't expecting to show this. This was a last minute edition. Um, there was a, let me see here if I can find it on my Twitter. 
I might have to find it here. Let me see here. I'm going to look it up. He's a Spurs fan. I know she's a Spurs fan. Let me see if I can find the video of her. Oh, see, here it is right here. I did find it. Oh, boy, they on her neck right now, too. They definitely on her neck on Twitter. See, this was Selena. Yo, look, 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 look right here. This is Selena. Wait a minute. Play the gif. Play the gif. This is Selena right there, bro. Look at that, man. Hello. Come on, man. She cutie. She a cutie right there. You know, that's her. Now, this her right here, bro. Hold up. What are we doing? Hold up. Hold up. Hold on, man. What are we doing? Gordita. San Antonio is a mess. This just gives me more ammunition ammunition for San Antonio. Look at this. You went from here to there, bro. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Selena, if you want to get on that exercise program, get a hold of your boy, CGA. This is devastating. This is devastating to me. Devastating information to me. Let me go ahead and put the topics down there. But you know what we have to do since it's a Tuesday, we have to do our we have to do our national anthem. And our national anthem on Tuesdays is our favorite ten fingers. All right, the ten little fingers. Let's go ahead and play it. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? Two sixty. I'm not gonna lie. No, not your your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> no, I cannot. I can't say it's more than the 10 fingers, <laughs> I got too much audio coming. She said it is, she said it is more than the 10 fingers, by the way. Had too much audio going. Um, apparently, what they're saying is, she has lupus. This is uh the this is the indicator that Selena Gomez has lupus. Lupus makes you gain weight, lots of weight due to the medication. All right, this is what they're saying. Um, anyway, there's more than the fat going on there. There's a whole bunch of a wreck going on there. It's not just the weight gain, but that ain't helping the business. But anyway, people came with a hero cape right here. Yeah, people always come with that excuse. Oh, she got this and she got a bad thyroid and whatnot. So anyway, shout out to everybody who has lupus. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they say Nick Cannon has lupus. He's not fat. I think she has bad genetics. <laughs> All right, let me see. It's definitely, it's definitely the San Antonio barbecue. It's barbecue in there. All right, that's what I'm just going to say right now. All right, so Nick Cannon has lupus and he ain't fat, is he? Yeah, they came in here. I'm not going to lie. All right. So anyway, now that we started off this show in a very reprehensible manner, we're doing this as the best edutainment here on YouTube. And, and by the way, I must tell you, this is for entertainment purposes only. This is not legal advice or financial advice, but we're going to have some fun in here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Dollar sign CGA live is how you contribute via the cash app. Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams on PayPal, which is pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And also you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel if you wish. And we'll get right to the business of today's show. By the way, I want to do a follow-up quickly on uh, the situation with the young brother in, um, and uh, I think his name is Tyree Nichols over in Memphis. Apparently the woman that he was messing with was not married. So that was one of the things that I talked about messing with married women. Apparently According to my source, 
According to the information that is being leaked, he was just the next man. And the guy who was the real, real simp was the police officer that sent the Scorpion unit after the brother. So that is basically how things are unfolding. So it wasn't a married woman. He was just picking up the pieces with a single mom, baby mama. All right. And then he came in there and then the other guy got in his feelings, got his 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 um, fraternity brothers, a.k.a. also his police brothers to hunt this guy down, hunt him down. They hunted him down near his residence, found him. And this is all alleged until the court case comes out and thus got in his feelings. And this is some fatherless activities, too. Right. Mm -hmm. It is still a death by simp scenario. Just so you know, it is still death by simp. However, the brother Tyree was just picking up the piece. He was just being the cleanup man. And uh, the other cop allegedly got into his feelings. It's sad, 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 sad. Don't go full simp. Never go full simp. All right. Full simp. You lose your freedom and you take a man's life. All right. That is full simp. And by the way, when these details come out, those cops are going to be charged with first degree deletion in the first degree. It's going to get worse for them. And you should want this to be the story, not this institutional racism bullshit, not this shit about police brutality. It's not even police brutality. I mean, yeah, they overstepped their boundaries, but this was a death by simp. This should be the narrative. This should be what they're pushing. It's not this, oh, whoa, this is old plantation politics. It has nothing to do with it. It had nothing to do with police duty. They just abused their power, hunted the dude down and deleted him, which is going to be premeditated first degree deletion. That's what it is. And that should be the story. That should be the story. And it was a hit, but they used their police privilege to put a hit on him, which you always have to think. They probably do this a lot more. They probably do this a lot more than you know. All right. So anyway, definitely personal business. Simping ain't easy. All right. Anyway, uh, where are we at here? But they're not gonna, they're not going to, they're not gonna push that. The media is not gonna push that narrative, which is sad. That should be the main story. Indeed, life in prison for those guys. Life in prison, life in prison. Shout out to um, Elijah, and that is a sponsorship. Shout out to you over on the Cash App. I'm rich, yeah, somebody said they probably don't delete him every time. Yeah, they probably didn't. They didn't intend to delete him. They didn't intend to just inflict physical harm against him, and um, you know, essentially not. He probably wouldn't have told his side of the story. But anyway, shout out to Elijah Hendricks with the sponsorship. I'll give you another one. Peace leave gets too many men in trouble, CGA. There you go right there. Oh, man, just think about it. I want you to think about this. Just think about this. I know this is, you know, we're not, this is not negative about women. This is to instruct men. How many men are in jail? <laughs> Specifically because there was an episode of some peace leave involved. I want you to think. Like, you know, they did it to impress some woman. They did it to defend some woman. They did it to defend a woman's honor. They did it to hold on to a woman, right? Many, th some way and somehow they had a domestic violence, child support. I guarantee you, this is my guarantee. I guarantee you 50% of dudes that are in jail right now is over some woman shit, for real. I mean, I, I, risk, I really knew it's over some women shit. All right, we got some people over here on the Venmo contributing to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. He says, Sam... X says my gordita dropped her neck yesterday and forgot she had a dentist appointment today. Guess she saw that video too. Nasty boys in full effect. And, oh, that's nice. and the dentist and the dentist is going to find out that she was doing a little, you know what? Eddie says, I know a single mother who got a who's getting evicted today. Wow, man. Well, it is. It is. the end. Your rent's 
It is the end of the month. It says right here, she's getting evicted day today. She messaged me for 250 bucks, but I ignored it. What's crazy is that she went out to the club on the weekend to get drunk while she had no food in the refrigerator for her two kids. Now they have to stay with her grandma. Your rent's due, motherfucker. That's crazy. That's crazy. But I know that's to be the truth. Um, many times they, boy, they just don't get it. No government name says CGH Friday stream officially put PUAs out of business. All right. Bye-bye. And I don't mean to put people out of business like that. What I want, what I really want is I'm glad us men have a differencing of opinions on what matters, what makes us a man, um, how we should treat women. And, um, you know, we have a differencing of opinion. And my my show is just my opinion. And other people have differencing different opinions. But I think. I think a lot of times the men that are somewhat successful with women don't understand men who who aren't in, in a certain instance. And what they do is they have this practical application that might apply to them, but not you. And let's just be honest. Uh, men who deal with women in a certain way that get women to sometimes cooperate with them, they're assholes, right? They're assholes towards the woman. And this is just the fact. They're assholes to them. And this does get a lot of women to deal with you. Although doing this and having this treatment is constantly, you got to constantly be doing this, right? Which is called like a masculine frame or holding frame and constantly doing this until you beat the woman down in submission, if you will, until you get her to finally realize it. But I know that getting women to cooperate and is like hurting kittens. It's like herding kittens, right? You ever let you ever get kittens? Kittens are loose, rabbits are loose, and you're trying to get them all in. Eventually, you're going to get worn out. Eventually, you're going to get tired. And this is what I want men to understand. When that happens, you have to get rid of the woman and get a new one. And then you have to start all over, right? You have to start all over. So it is a draining thing with the reward or the return of investment being minimal. This is my approach. See, I get all of that. Some men are willing to do all of that. But what is the actual return of investment? That is my argument. Not that men shouldn't be scared to approach women or men shouldn't manage women. You're going to have to manage the woman. But what is the return of investment? That's question number one. What is the real return of investment? I didn't link being masculine to beating women down. They did. I didn't do it. <laughs> all right. They did it. I didn't do it. But the, what's the actual return of investment? Then when you put that in perspective, because that's the question I answer, not should you be scared, not should you uh, cold approach. Like, I think those things can work for you. Like, if you want to approach 50 women and get two numbers, have at it. But what is the return of investment? That's my question. Then that leaves the dating coaches like this. They'd be like. This is where. <laughs> This is where they don't want to debate me on that part because I'm not just going to sit here and say, well, a real man should do this. And a real man, that's 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 a minimal debate that that debate doesn't even touch the surface. Then I ask you, what do you get in return? Right. And then what's the likelihood? Can you do this on the like like how many like they would have to produce receipts or tell me how long have you been with a woman and got these results? Then let me see the woman that you got these results from. See, they don't want to do that shit. Mm. Yeah, man. 
Nah, they ain't gonna do this shit. All right. Um, listen, um, you can um I see somebody putting the same thing over and over again in the live chat. So we're gonna give you a break. We're gonna give you a break. You know, if you had a photo or a real name, then we can do this. But for some reason, you don't have to keep repeating yourself. So we'll just go ahead and um we'll just go ahead and put you on timeout for it now. And then you've been warned. Shout out to no government name. Another thing about philanthropy is that it's wild the rooms that it puts you in and the opportunities that will come your way. The networking and connections you must make and that you make just to try to help others is wild. You might end up connected to the elite. Thanks, coach. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Uh, that's actually true because when you're giving, you're giving, you're uh, sorry, when you give to the get to the point of giving, you're being put in positions where people have more resources. So it is the old giver's gain philosophy, which we can touch on tomorrow on the money mindset or the blue chip mindset. The giver's gain. Givers are the ones who gain in this world, all right? It is not the ones who are looking to always receive. Those who have their hands out tend to always be in the moment of receiving, rarely in the moment of giving. Shout out to Albert Wesker's Hooter XX is going to file class action lawsuit someday. By the way, we do have somebody that does work for Hooters. She's a manager of a Hooters, probably in San Antonio, as we'd say here. <laughs> all right. But I don't know. Should they file a class action lawsuit? I don't know what type of paperwork they sign to say that they're going to display themselves like 1989 uh, calendar girls. Shout out to Daniel McGee. Thanks, CGA, for the daily motivation. Six foot, six pack, six figure career. Going to start training this month to get my pilot certification. Men win in the end. Yes, the free agent lifestyle is wonderful. All right, we got Jules C. Joshua Moon, Selena Gomez, who are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? All right. We had another one. We had somebody else on the Notorious. John Angelo, it's true, coach. I was in and out of jail when I was younger. Most of my bunkies were in for a female. There's a brother here that will tell you. A lot of guys are in jail right now. Okay, we hit somebody. A lot of guys are in jail right now because... Female association, not because it was the woman, but it was something they did behind the woman. Crazy. It's crazy. Rational rationality. Kaylee needed a brace after dropping that neck. All right. She needed a brace. Okay. Modern man. Tennessee still had the de deletion penalty for first degree on the books. Okay. So, wow. If they can get a capital deletion on these police officers, it would be real news. He says seven cops, three firefighters, and one brother lost his life over an XX that worked at FedEx. Damn. I want you to think about that. Not only was it her, she's a single mom. I haven't seen her photo, but she's from Memphis. So I can just assume what she looks like. I mean, we've explored the women of Memphis. I mean, I can just jump on right now, Tinder, and pull up the women of Memphis and I'm going to tell you, you lose your whole life career over a woman in Memphis. <laughs> a stragnesia with a single a single mom probably twice over of a former cop brother. Dude, y'all better do y'all due diligence. Everybody lose it. Look, this whole scenario boils down to how men interact with women. Damn. 
Kevin W., shout out to Uncle Earl. It's his birthday today, according to Instagram. Wow, shout out to Uncle Earl. Um, Shout out to him. Let's go ahead and give him his birthday present right here and let him tell you how to really deal with it. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This would make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. That's what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. All right. Kahu. Kahu. Shout out to Jim Status. Says, XXs make decisions based on the way they feel. And when they feel some type of way. They'll sick the you-know-who after you. Free agent lifestyle for life. Get fit, get money. Love you, coach. Thank you, man, Jim Status, for being here and being involved and being active. We got a great straggling Sniggle Theater as well. We got Kalen, and then two more we're going to get to the show. Kalen, Kalen, what did you say? What's up, CGA? I watched Fresh and Fit last night, and it still amazes me that XXs can't get the Christian Grey fantasy out of their minds of a dominant, rich, and successful man who's sexually monogamous. Myron, shout out to Myron, tried to tell them to go for an average man if they wanted a better chance at monogamy, but they wouldn't listen. Well, we did a great show on that one yesterday about women who run out of options and then how they become a burden to everyone else in society because they were unrealistic about their expectations. And we got a co-sponsorship and we're ready to go. From, from Run Forest Run says, not me, coach. I get her body and soul for free. Shout out to you, man. And thank you for putting in that free work for us because she is not yours. It is just your turn. And hence, we will be getting a discount next time when you put her back out on the market. All right, shout out to you. Let's get to Mark Antony going to the junior college and marrying his 23-year-old junior college sugar baby. All right. Let's show you the screen real quick, and we'll go over the dirty details, if you will. And, of course, the comment section is Liddy. Mark Antony, better known as Jennifer Lopez's XXXX husband. All right, I think she was he was the third or fourth or fifth. I can't remember what husband she was. Well, now he is a four-time married man. Four-time. Four-time. But, of course, he married a Miss Universe winner. And let me pull up her name real quick. Let me get the details right here. Mark Antony again married, this time saying I do to 23-year-old all we know at the time in the Bible. Okay, so you know what? What we have to do is we have to go and search for the information. I thought it was all there for me, but of course they didn't give me all the information. So we'll we'll pull it up and we'll see if this is a marriage of value or is she an apex predator? All right, we'll see it right there. A star-studded Miami wedding. Oh, look, if you get married for the fourth time, why in the hell are you having a star-studded wedding? My goodness. Mark Antony and Nadia Ferreira are married. All right, the couple said I do during a ceremony held at the Perez, Perez Art Museum in Miami, Florida on Saturday evening. Ola reported Antony age 54, Ferreira age 23. 
So we're looking at a nearly 30-year age difference, which in the bedroom is fun. I don't know about a marriage, though. They were joined by celebrity friends, including David. Don't know who that is. Oh, David and Victoria Beckham. I know who that is. They're still married. Selene, Selma Hayek. Uh, Lynn Man I don't know who these people are. Next. <laughs> all right. Miami's mayor was there as well. Okay. Who cares about all of that? Give me, give me the dirty details about the people. All right. Okay. So she's taller than him, apparently. Let's go ahead and look at. Oh, you guys can't see that part of the screen. All right. Let me see here. Give me, give me the details. They are just, just skirting around the issue here. Uh, there she is right there. Uh, Mark Antony worth some 70 to 80 or $90 million, something like that. And um, he's a little man, so obviously this doesn't affect it. She doesn't care about that. She's a little bit leggy, and she got some thick legs there, you know, for a leggy model. She's a Latina chick, so them legs going to get plumper. You, you got to catch them when they 23, a la Sima, Salima Gomez. Selena, Salima, whatever her name is. All right, she got her feet out. All right, I'm with it. Uh, there she is right there. Give me the details about her. All right, give me the details about her. All right, it says right here, Anthony and Ferreira spark romance rumors following an outing in Mexico City in 2022, and they confirmed their relationship via Instagram with a selfie taken on a plane in March of that year. And they have something in Spanish right here. And it says the couple announced their engagement in May of 2022. Okay, so wait a minute. When did they meet and when did they engage here? They, that looks pretty fast. He ran her right to the altar right there. During a party at Sexy Fish Restaurant, just three months after going official on Instagram. My goodness. Oh, Lord. All right, man. This is just not going to be. Wait a minute. This is not. I'm not celebrating this just yet. Okay, there they are right there. What do you think, man? What do you think? This is good at the time. Fiera shared a photo of her large diamond ring on her Instagram story and revealed that the pair spent the day in Miami with friends leading up to the party, dined and partied on a boat and toasted with champagne. Okay, they dined over lavish dinners of sushi, oysters, and caviar and appeared to be in an extremely celebratory mood, hugging, kissing throughout the night at an opulent table surrounded by friends. Okay, we don't want to care about all that. Says right here, what is she here? I want to know. I let me see where's the uh where's the details of who she is. Okay, let's get the details of of who he is. Mark Antony is the singer, pretty much from the 1990s, maybe the early 2000s. And um he was already married to he's been married to uh Jennifer Lopez. He's been married four times. All right, I'm sorry, I thought I had the details ready. He's been married four times. Uh, or this is his fourth marriage. Okay, are y'all buying this? In my personal opinion, okay, first of all, this proves that men's sexual marketplace value is, is always going to be valuable, all right, especially if you are a man of means, right? If you're a man of means, your marketplace value is not based on your looks. Obviously, based on Mark Antony's looks, and I have to be careful because the cartello might come after me, so I'm going to be very generous with my words here, Mark Antony is not a good-looking guy, okay? Okay, he's not a good-looking guy. So he is older. He's slight. He's a little bit older than me, and uh, he is worth much more, and he's still able to obtain what people have judged to be one of the most beautiful women in the world because she's a Miss Universe pageant winner. With that being said, if you just change the marketplace value, it's a match. 
She has high peak value. Looks wise. I don't know anything about her personality. Her personality pretty much doesn't matter until it matters, until you get married. And then she divorces you. Then you're worried about her personality. And then all of a sudden, now you pair that up with a highly valuable man. And then it might seem to work out for a period of time. But do you think who's getting the raw part of this deal? <laughs> She's a master splinter. All right. Oh, man. Do we need to look what she looks like without makeup? Okay. Let's check that out. Her name is what? Nad Nadia Ferreira. All right. Let's look up some pictures of Nadia. See if we can catch her without makeup and see what she looks like. She's not my type and all, but, you know, I wouldn't turn her down. Okay, let's let's pull up her images here. All right. All right. Oh, you guys can't see it. Oh, you guys can't see it. Let's get them bigger here. Who's getting a raw part of this deal here? Who's who's made the dumbest decision on this one? I don't think this is good. I don't think men after 50 should be marrying up 23 year olds. All right. There they are right there. A lot of people. Oh, we got to do the comment section. He says, I'm picky. I'm picky as hell. I told y'all I'm picky. Don't mean I wouldn't smash. I'm still going to hit. You know what I mean? But it ain't going to be. I'm going to just hit just so I can say I hit. You know what I mean? She's she's beautiful, though. She's from Paraguay. Paraguay. <laughs> All right. Not Uruguay. Paraguay. All right. Shout out to her. There she is right there. She's beautiful, man. She's a nice piece of arm candy. She's a nice piece of arm candy. All right. This is what she looks like without the makeup. Somewhat natural. What do y'all think? This is a natural. Oh, does she have? Okay. This is her natural. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl, right? You know, I don't know what she's going to look like later on, but she's beautiful. I, I, You know, listen, let me see what this look like. She be arm candy for real, bro. I mean, she probably don't bang well in the bed. These are the type of women that don't bang well in the bed. Just so y'all know. This is my opinion of them. And not that I've been with all of them, so I cannot fully report. But to me, they're not bang wellable. You know what I mean? To me, this looked like a doll. You know what I mean? Like, how, how much more can she? All right. Yeah, she. this is not a bang wellable broad. You know what I mean? This is like, I can't wait to get her home. And she just lay there like a Carl's Jr. star. You're like, oh, Lord. You know, she could and all. But, yeah, I would, I would take her out everywhere I went just for marketplace value points. You know what I mean? Look at my broad, you know, I guess type of thing. Other than that, you know, yeah. Anyway, that's her. That's her. Who do you think take the L on this one? I'm saying Mark Anthony. <laughs> Mark Anthony going to take a fat L on this one. Um, Unless he has an ironclad prenup, uh, he might be doing this for fun. As a matter of fact, he might be doing this for revenge to J-Lo. This could be a revenge wedding because J-Lo, I believe, did marry Ben Affleck or they're engaged. I can't remember if they married. But she just went in the news the other day uh, or the last year of marrying Ben Affleck. And so maybe just maybe this might be a re revenge wedding. Like, hey, look, look, I, you know what I mean? You ended up with old ass Ben Affleck and I ended up. Yeah, they are married. So I'm thinking right here, this is kind of like, look at me, because I think they were married for 10 years, almost a decade. OK, so this, you know, there's still some feelings there and they still got some kids involved and there's a whole bunch of stuff there. So this could possibly be a revenge wedding. This is what I think here. Somebody says necrophilia. So congratulations to Mark Anthony. Is it Anthony? Shout out to him. Congratulations for getting you a nice piece of trim. She's a good one. It's like buying a brand new G-Wagon. You know what I mean? You can have another one. She wanted to marry you. Uh, I hope you gave her a Michael Jordan treatment. 
particularly with, um, you know, a business contract to follow. Otherwise, if you didn't, she's going to swindle you, man. She looked like an apex predator. I'm going to give it to him right there. Congratulations. Hey, listen, listen, gentlemen, let's get to the comment section just so you guys can see what people think about this. If you think this is foul play. All right, let's go to the comment section right here. He says, congratulations, you metaphile. Do you think he's a metaphile? She seems to be happy. She seems to be happy. She's not happy yet, right? I'm not happy. <laughs> I give it three years, tops. She's going to push out two kids. Here we go right here. It says right here, he's 54. She's 23. Some people will argue that love is love, but the age gap is too much. The age gap is too much. Do you think this is a too much of an age gap? Let me, let me, let me. Let me put this to the coach game. All right, because the age gap is what people were worried about. Not the fact that he's married four times. See, with J-Lo, she was married four times. Is the age gap, the age gap too much? All right, let's see here. Girl, ask the community. <laughs> She's an underage 23-year-old. All right, yeah, she definitely is an underage 23-year-old. Let me see here. Is the age gap too much? Oh, I made a mistake. All right, you guys can vote there. And, and, and so, you know, the ladies that are watching me quietly, you can vote too. Uh, we have other people here that are disgusted by this. It says right here, this is so weird to me. This is a woman. This is so weird to me. Another woman says he's an old enough to be her dad. He's old enough to be her dad. Um, I didn't realize that that was a distinction. Like, I didn't realize that your daughter's age hinged on, like, if you were older, successful male, right? Like, your daughter's age was something you considered. Like, he's not her father. He's not her pappy. I'm a pappy. But he's not her dad, right? Why, why is it? Why is it? You know, I get it. I, I understand. That's normie talk. He's old enough to be her dad. Here's another one. It, uh, 23 is too damn young. She doesn't even know who she is yet. Mm. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. So is 23 too damn young, period, or 22, 23 too old for, or not old enough for 54? See, the question is, she said 23 is too damn young. She doesn't know who she is yet. Does that qualify that if she gets married to a, a person her age, she doesn't know who she is yet? That's the my, that's my question. This, of course, by a woman. This woman said he's 200 and she's 23. Yeah, this is going to work out perfectly. Another exaggeration of age, which, you know, is um is is unfortunate what people do when they exaggerate the age to make it look worse. Oh, she was 18. Oh, she looks like she's 12. All right. Or she was like 12. They'll lower the age on the woman's side and raise the age of, of the man so as to make it a look uh, or appear worse. Okay, someone says that this won't last. What does a 23-year-old have in common? Different generations. Okay, different generations. They're saying because you're from different generations, you have nothing in common. And that thus means that there's no wedding. Well, if you look at the title of this stream, treat relationships like a business and what people do is they treat relationships as if this situation here should be working out because you have things in common 
Unfortunately, that's not how it works. And I do have a video to show about that. If I remember, sometimes that type of relationship doesn't work or translate into a sexual relationship. Having things in common does not translate into a sexual relationship or even a romantic relationship. Okay. This woman says this guy has a problem, which I agree. His problem is marriage. Here's another one, and I'll end it on this one. Funny how these men often just happen. Wait. Funny how these men often just happen to have the daughter the same age or around the same age. Now, check this out. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I got another question. There's the daughter thing in there again. I don't understand that because Cher is obviously dating that young man. He's 36 or 32. She's 72. There's a tremendous age gap. I'm sure Cher has children. That man's age or younger. What is it about? What is it about the daughter's age mattering about the person's age? Yeah, what about Jada Pinkett? What about Jada Pinkett? What is going on with this daughter thing? What they're trying to do is make him incest, make the relationship incestuous. As if he has an attraction to the daughter, simply because the daughter's age is close to the person's age. I know I get it. The age gaps can get complicated. And as a matter of fact, some people think that there's a disadvantage that the woman gets puts in, gets put in. But obviously, he probably is taking care of her tremendously. But what does the daughter's age have to do with her age? What they're doing is trying to pair these two as if that could be his daughter and he has an incestuous relationship with her. And that's just unfair. It's sad. It's sad. What a sad world we live in. I don't think those commentaries actually deal with the real point. And the real point is I think she's taking advantage of him more than he's taking advantage of her, but that's just my thing. All right, anyway, man, world, weird world we live in. Yes, indeed. Next one, hit the like button in here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We're going to go over to, oh, this is a good one. I'm not even going to give you a preview. Let's give you the Straggle and Sniggle. Uh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's go to, uh, I wish I knew what city this was, but... We have people of the colored persuasion stealing chicken. And when I say stealing chicken, stealing millions of dollars of chicken, let's go to the scene of the crime. Yes, this is not 1920. This is not 1986. We have a, in the year 2023, a black woman stealing chicken. Listen, we're going to shuffle right away, man. Just so before we get in this story here, we're going we gonna to shuffle right now. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. Whose auntie is this? Somebody's auntie out here stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. Let me just tell you, man. We haven't been that far removed. I don't understand. <laughs> Let's go ahead and play it. Fair use. South Suburban School Lunch Lady is now facing criminal charges accused of stealing more than a million dollars for the chicken wings. Oh, Jesus. Damn. Man, just when we were making progress. Okay. It's barbecue in there. Just when we were making progress, this sister set us back a couple 50 years, man. I know you ain't stealing no chicken. 
Let's continue with Stragglers Legal Theater. WGN's Andrea Medina has that story from Harvey. This went on for about a year and a half. What the school worker allegedly did with a large amount of chicken wings is still unknown. Man, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Man, are they actually reporting this like this serious? The chicken heist. <laughs> they like, all right, we got to. <laughs> they like, we got to report on the black woman stealing chicken wings. Yikes. Let's continue. She's in custody at the Cook County Jail and is accused of placing unauthorized purchases separately from the district's legitimate orders. 66-year-old Vera Liddell is a former Harvey School District 152 employee. She's at the center of a major theft scheme that brewed during the COVID-19 pandemic when students weren't allowed in the classroom. Liddell worked for Harvey Schools for more than a decade. She was a food services director, but after her tenure, she was hired as a consultant in July 2020. In that role, she was in charge of placing food orders. Between July 2020 to February 2022, Cook County prosecutors alleged she used her position to embezzle $1.5 million from the school district. Court documents accuse Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings. Woo! Man, this is, this, is, this is getting out of control. I mean, the closest embarrassment to this was when people was fighting over the Popeye's chicken sandwiches. They had people getting shot, fighting, scrapping, running into people's cars in the drive-thru. That was the most recent indictment on this chicken theory where be where ninjas out here fighting over chicken then you had then you had mc hammer dancing over chicken i'm telling you man this is getting crazy from the district's food provider gordon food service gfs and picking them up with a district's cargo van at this time it's not clear what liddell did with them but a proffer presented at her bond hearing last week says the food was never brought to the school or mm. provided to the students. It goes on to say even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for the students that their families could pick up. The scheme was uncovered January 2022 by the district's business manager during oh. a mid-year audit. The manager found the district was $3,000 over its budget and were only halfway through the school year. Oh, man, she got caught. Uh, what was she doing selling chicken? All right. Was she selling the chicken out of her trunk? Court records revealed the manager discovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for massive quantities of chicken wings. Oh, man, this is embarrassing, man. This is all oh, the humanity. My goodness. These poor chicken, man. <laughs> is this story real? <laughs> An item never served to students because they contain bones. Parents say oh. it's upsetting to know someone may have selfishly taken the funds intended to nourish students. Uh, this is the area that we live in. We live in, like, you know, um, middle class, lower than middle, middle class in this area. So uh huh. Uh huh. It really don't surprise me that somebody would try to get over. Man, this it's is embarrassing. Others claim it's not surprising to know a trusted person in their community would do such thing, Don't but they're check. hoping the district enforces effective oversight over the financial activities of the district. What did I she just feel that um, uh -oh. the people that was watching over that money? Was Jermaine, gone. not Jermaine. Wait a minute. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Not Jermaine, Jermaine looking kind of guilty too. Jermaine looks like he knows something. Jermaine, tell me if I'm wrong. Jermaine, like he knows something. He looks like he knows something. He's not looking in the camera. He's like looking like, man, this is reprehensible. This is despicable. 
and he's not looking in the camera. Jermaine, did you buy some plates of chicken? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah, he, Jermaine knows. <laughs> Jermaine, the middleman. Jermaine been helping load up the chicken when it got delivered, I'm sure. You look guilty. Oh. Harvey superintendent is aware of the charges, but declined to speak on camera or give a comment because it is an ongoing investigation. Okay. Liddell's next court date is February 22nd. Man, okay, February 22nd coming up here, man. I'm sad that my brother, that, hey, sister, is this Chicago, Illinois? Suburban Chicago? There we go, man. Chicago, man. Dang. All right, man. Let's get over the chicken thing, man. Hey, we got to do better as a people. We got to do better. If we want to be treated with respect, we can't be out here smuggling chickens all right this, this is what we can't do all right let's take speaking of smuggling speaking of smuggling let's go to kamala harris one of the most famous of these salami smugglers all right y'all here let's go to kamala harris and she's going to give our best corporate chicken bock right here or is it kamala harris our vice president looks like us all right here we go right here let's go ahead and go to the scene of uh, the crime and here, the most intelligent chicken bock I've heard in a long time. We know that we really are quite behind in terms of maximizing our collective understanding about how we will engage on okay. the technology of today. Yeah. And what we can quickly and easily predict will be the technology over the next decades. Okay. So to maintain our position as the United States of America on this maintain. issue, yes. it is critical that we work together to understand where we are, yeah. to recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete, mm. and then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language uh -huh. with the same motivation, inspired by the opportunity of it all, uh -huh. but then doing the work of updating what? how we have been talking and thinking about our exploration in space. <sighs> Can y'all translate what she just talking about here? This is what y'all sound like at y'all corporate job. Y'all be giving presentations sounding just like this. What are you talking about? What is you talking about? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Anybody know what she means? Hold on for a second. We got to break this shit down. Really are quite behind in terms of maximizing our collective understanding. Maximizing our collective understanding. Maximizing our collective understanding about how we will engage on the technology of today. Okay. And what we can quickly and easily predict will be the technology over the next decade. Okay. I get that part right there. Um, maximize our understanding. We need to understand, you know, what's the future of today from yesterday. Okay. Are you all right? All right. So to maintain our position as the United States of America. All right. That's it. Well, listen, that's going to be tough on this issue. It is critical that we work together yeah. to understand where we are. Yeah. Yes, that's that's critical. We need to understand where we are. Yes. To recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete. Okay. All right. We don't want we don't need this no more. All right. So we need to understand where what we don't need, trim the fat. Okay. And she's thinking she's saying some brilliant shit that eyebrow raise right here. What else she got, Mrs. President? And then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language. All right. We need to be in an agreement. All right. 
with the same motivation. Okay. Inspired by the opportunity of it all. These, this is unnecessary. Inspired by the opportunity of it all. Okay, all right. But then doing the work of updating. What? How we've been talking and thinking about our exploration. Oh, man, dude, what in the hell? <laughs> what are you talking about? In space. Dude, that's just too much, man. That what, Man, we could have cleared that shit up, man. This is just... Man, I hope to God Joe Biden makes it through the next two years. All right. Mean, meanwhile, if she runs for president, this is going to be this is not going to work out for us very well. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure some save uh, Captain Savings for Kamala are in the building right now. Mad at me. But damn, she deserves a straggling snake. Man, that was rough to listen to, man. I mean, imagine listening to her. I think does she know she's funny? All right. Does she know? Does she know that she's funny? Or anyway, super chats. Force India says, "Keep winning, coach." Shout out to the coach gang. Class E beats. Hold on for a second. Let me get you. I got to take this down right quick. Class E beats. He says this age gap conversation ends as soon as both parties are legal. Period. Most people won't agree with you, but I think it's absolutely true. What's, what I find funny about the age gap conversation is when the men starts to to get of age and of. Uh, they have the resources to date younger women, which is not available to all men. But when that happens, you hear people come out against it. Oh, this isn't fair. Okay, as he's as if he's supposed to date somebody that's 50. All right, that obviously would not be a fair agreement for him. And then you also hear the age gap or the age of the woman. Certainly uh, what they do is like, like they'll say that that she's underage or she's too young. 23 is too young. But uh, 23 is old enough to be the CEO. 30 is old enough to be the CEO. I find it interesting that as the as the man's age rises, so should the woman age, the woman's age. Oh, she's too young. Well, she's legal. As soon as we get in the legal category, it's about preference. There's no morality about it. There's nothing. The, the, the law says this is the age. That's the age. Period. The law doesn't say this is the age and this is the age of the guy. Once it gets beyond this, it shouldn't be. And also... Where's Larsa Pippen in this conversation? Where's Larsa Pippen? Who knew the man that she was dealing with? She knew the guy when he was a child. When Larsa Pippen is now dating a guy who was a teammate, who was her ex-husband's teammate, who she was an aunt of, and that young man was a child, and she was around as a full-grown adult. Where's that? Where's that conversation? Where's the share conversation? It's interesting. All right. ACDC says Mark Antony lovers, or sorry, Mark Antony haters love Larsa Pippen, though. That, he just talked about it. He just talked about it. They're out there making love videos. They're out there dating. And, oh, we're not really dating. Then they're dating, kissing, hugging. And then when people bother them, they say, leave her alone. I believe she's 50-something, and he's in his 30s. They're letting it slide. They're letting it slide. Uh, same thing with Cher and um, uh, Amber Rose's ex. They letting it slide. They're like, oh, well, you know, at least he get in the bag. When it comes to women, though, and when the guy gets an advantage, same thing as we talked about, about the uh, middle age crisis or midlife crisis. Midlife crisis only applies to men who have money and treat themselves. There's no midlife crisis for broke men. It only is when men start winning. Oh, look at him. He got a nice car. 
Oh, look at him. He's traveling. Look at him. He bought a boat and, and hangs around younger women. He's going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> it was like, it sounds like he's going through a midlife oasis. It sounds like he's winning and you mad that he's winning. Mm. To truth be told, truth be told, most men, if it were not, if it were not frowned upon, most men would definitely date with a bigger age gap. Okay, they would date age gap, but they know they would get hate. Okay, yeah, it's a midlife awakening. Okay, it, it, I, you see it all the time. Oh, he must have a small penis and going through a midlife crisis. He bought a Corvette. Sounds like he has some money and he's treating himself. Okay, why are you mad? Have you also noticed that a lot of times women will also be mad? That, oh, you're always telling us what we need to do. But if a man dates with an age gap, if a man buys a nice sports car, if a man goes and gets his passport and travels, if a man dates younger woman, if a man dates a white woman and he's a black man, if a, if a white man dates an Asian woman, a young Asian woman, and no matter what the man does, they, there's always somebody to um, police his salami. Salami policing of the man. Okay, that man should be doing this. Why? He's 53. He should be married to somebody no more than 48. People did that to me too. There was a guy said, CGA should be dating women, I think they said 29 to 36. Okay, because I'm 47. All right, no younger than 29. Okay, first of all, where in the hell do you get that? <laughs> like, where in the world does that make sense? In your moral mind, you came up with a calculation in your head. Okay. Uh, let me see something. We're going to pull it up. We're going to pull up this guy here. In your head, you said, I can't remember that. What's the name of the show? In your mind, you said, you know what? This math made sense. You're 47, and no matter what the verse it is, 29 to 36, that's it. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what kind of simp math equation did you come up with? I'm trying to find the uh, meme here. Let me see if I can find the meme. Oh, I can't find it. I can't remember even to look it up. Oh, this is a good one, though. This this is actually a good one. In their mind, they're like this. All right. <laughs> this is let me see if I can share the window. There it is right there. In their mind. In their mind, they're like, you know what? Forget about it. I'm going to tell you what you should be doing. <laughs> and they're going to get out the simp math calculator. They're going to start doing this, putting formulas up, spinning this shit around. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. Like, how does, okay, why does that make sense to you? Why? why okay, well, why that age? Why? Uh, see, with age, there's certain things that you cannot determine with age. Age is indeed a number. So this is why people have to come up with what's legal and fair and what's not. Okay. And so there's age based on what your calendar says you is their age based on your, what your emotions say, what your physical age is and what your actual, um, um, your actual, what is it? Emotional, physical and mental health, mental, mental age. As long as your calendar age, I know women that are 43 and in the head, they're 12. I know women that are 12. And in the head, they're like 18. You know what I mean? Develop, develop wise, they're like 18. You can't tell what a person is based on their age. I know dudes that are tall and fit. They look 
You know what I mean? Like you'll look at a football player, an NFL player, and you'll see him and he'll be a full grown man. And you'll be like, wow, you'll think he's 39. That guy will be 22. He'll be 22. He'll be a fully grown guy. He'll look like he got a whole, he got a whole minivan and kids. You'll go to him. And the guy is 22 years old. And you're like, man, then you see a guy like me physically. If you see me from behind, like I do this all the time, I'll ride my bike through the park and younger girls will be looking at me all the time. Then they see me hop off the bike and turn around and they're like, oh, this, uh, this is an older man. But I tend to attract younger girls looking at me. If they see me from afar, they'll be looking. All right. Because physically, I don't look. 47, unless you turn around and see me with a fully gray beard. And then sometimes people still get confused. They'd be like, how old is this mother sucker? Because physically, I don't look like an older man. But age-wise, chronologically, I do. All right. See, these are things that we can't determine with age. You can't determine just on age. So you got to have a criteria. As a matter of fact, there was actually this one um thing here where there was a guy I didn't want to put it up here but there was a guy who was um dating a woman but she looked 12 I wasn't going to put it up here and I'm not endorsing it but she's a very small woman and everybody calls him a creep for dating her they're like oh he's a creep but then some people said well what is she supposed to do she's an adult I think she was literally like 29 everybody saw the meme I'm not going to put it up but the woman was looks 12 but it's 29 and everybody's calling him a pervert for dating her but they have a connection and she's a legal adult. What do you? Oh, she looked eight. Yeah, she looked eight. Yeah, she she was she was small. Like it was to the point where it was like, I probably wouldn't have dated her. Right. But the problem is, if you just determine the by the age, what is the you, it's, it's difficult to determine. Also, then if you say, OK, the age doesn't matter. Let's go by the looks. If you're going to use that conversation, there's a lot of people under a certain age that look over their age. If that's fair, then is it fair for that person to date a person that's younger, that's more mature looking? If you use that logic, I want, I'm just trying to make sure some things clear here, but people just use these things and then change it. Oh, okay. Well, she's legal, but she looks younger. No, 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 no. We got to come to some sort of agreement here, but it's not going to be treated fair if the man seems to be having an advantage. All right, that's all that matters. Anyway, 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 it's a it's a weird conversation. I know it's a it, listen. I don't mind having the weird conversations, but at some point you got to realize there's a hypocrisy in it all, and nothing gets seems to be getting called out when women do it. A la Larsa Pippen and and um Michael Jordan's son, Cher, and the young brother that's dating Cher. When the man does does it, he's a metaphile. Okay. Um, shout out to Pete says, I'm 51. My girl is 31. Hate from women is intense. Yes, indeed. It's intense for sure. Somebody says drink more water. Yes, I like it. Let's drink some water. Yeah, you do get hate. And I'll be around younger girls than that. So people be looking at me like, but again, from far, they can't tell. It's only when we're standing next to each other stopped. People that people, I don't see much hate though. People look and they go, then they see me walk into the Porsche and they go, oh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> That happened one time. All right, people were watching me the whole time walk with this girl. And then they saw me jump in a portion. They were like, oh, okay. <laughs> All 
All right, shout out to Undark. He says women don't like age gaps because it reminds them that men will always value youth fertility and that they're fighting against time. Yeah. It's a it's a interesting com conversation. It should be explored more. Unfortunately, shame, insults, guilt, and what is the end for Kevin Samuels? Shame, insult, guilt, and I can't remember. Is going to be used against the man. Like, oh, that's your daughter's age, or she's this. She's too young. She's being disadvantaged. It's when she's getting an advantage. Need to be right. Thank you. So when you get into the conversation, all of a sudden, and you know what? who's going to do it worse? Guys. There's going to be men that that is with an overweight old woman and he's going to say he doesn't have any desires. I would never see myself doing that. And I guarantee you, if you look at his prawn collection, the most viewed prawn he has is the teen category. Mm. <laughs> People are like, OK, you're saying that. Let's look at your prawn history. Uh huh. Barely legal. <laughs> Them ninjas be out here. I would never do that. I could never see myself younger with somebody that's 25. Let me see. All right. Let me let me call up yo. Let me call up yo. Uh let me call up your internet web browser. Women of the pack 12. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. I see, huh? Dorm monitor girls, babysitter, stepdaddy. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, what's this babysitter uh, label here? Look at these. You've looked up 12 babysitter uh, videos. Mm. You metaphile, I see you. Yeah, how old is a babysitter? <laughs> Let's see here. You nasty summama. Anyway, yeah, he followed me pigtail. This dude, teacher, student, nurse, doctor. Yeah, I see you, sir. Candy Graham, cheerleaders. Yeah. Mm. Stop it. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Okay, shout out to Stony Montana. Jada, Jada plowed her son's homie and not a peep from women. Logic is something they ignore. Barbecue gang in here. Okay, yeah, nobody yeah, said. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. Wait a minute, it's supposed to be barbecue. barbecue in there. Okay, shout out to Big Doe Brother. He says, I say, just get your money, smash them on the low, quiet, keep quiet, and stay out of the way. They're always going to try to tell you how to live if you don't. Pick them. Indeed. They definitely want that. All right. Shout out to, I can't pronounce this name. We're going to call you P. You. He says, what if when you get married, the wife signs a conservatorship over the husband? Just curious about that. I don't even know. I would have to look that up real briefly. I don't know. Signs a conservatorship. I don't even know what that is. Like, what, what would that do? Is that trumping? Conservative ship? I don't know what that... What is what is that going to mean here? A court ordered that appoint someone to oversee the financial affairs of a person. Okay, so oh, you're saying a power of attorney or something like that? Hmm. I don't think um who's signing that? Who's saying who are you saying the wife serves that over the husband? I don't know what um I don't know how that anybody know? Anybody how that, that that's I don't even know why you would allow her to sign that over you. Michael Merriweather, Elijah Muhammad says a man should marry a woman half his age plus seven. All right. Shout out to Elijah Muhammad, who allegedly was, you know, he was allegedly doing not that math. Okay. Mm. <laughs> his math was a little fuzzy. 
allegedly, according to one Malcolm X. And of course, that cost him his life for calling that out. But uh, it is what it is. We won't follow Elijah Muhammad on that. But you guys know that um, if you use that math, if you use that math, you will find out an interesting figure, right? Half your age plus seven. I think my my figure comes out to 28. All right. My figure comes out to 28. So that person is that said I should be dating. Let me see here. Let me see here. Yeah. Did this a plus seven? Yeah. Th- oh, my mine would come out to 30. Mine would come out to 30. So uh, what if you're 25? All right. Listen. <laughs> what if you're like 23? What are we doing here? We we can't really use that. Can't really use that. So anyway. Shout out to Elijah Muhammad. J Flo says it's the 31st and you know tomorrow. Tomorrow be pretty much at midnight. Your rent's due, motherfucker. You better have your rent money out here or your landlord. Your landlord is gonna do what it do. Shout out to it says in resilient. I'm blocked on the notorious CGA channel. And he said, please disregard my message. Henry, I don't even know if this is your troll or what. I cannot de- I cannot determine. If it's you or not these days, shout out to Monte says, but coach Selena has lupus being sarcastic. I know we address that and uh, people will come up with that excuse. Listen, I don't have lupus, so I wouldn't know. All right. Uh, shout out to Joseph and uh, Joseph C. Thank you for your cash app. And let me see if I can go to PayPal and Venmo real quick. Oh my goodness. PayPal love. And then we'll get back to the show. We're going to get into the business of relationships. Oh, the next one we're going to talk about is some baby mama terrorist shit. Something that I've confirmed not too long ago. We're going to see another woman out here telling you that being a baby mama terrorist is somewhat normalized. Sizzo says it's the 31st coach. And you know, your rent's due, motherfucker. pay your rent, pay your rent. Or you're going to get your landlord's attention if it's the first month or you might get an eviction notice if it is more than a month. Shout out to no government name. He says J-Lo dated Casper Smart when he was a 24-year-old. Why don't these women remember that? As you guys know, man, one of the things I know, because I've had sisters. Shout out to my sisters. Gentlemen, having sisters and growing up with sisters, if you ever grew up with women in your house, you know one thing's true. They will say these phrases, and um, they will always keep score. They're going to say, This is not fair, okay? This is not fair that you get to do this and you can get to do that. Now, on the other hand, when they have an advantage, you will call it out and you say, I thought this wasn't fair. And when they're getting the advantage, they won't say shit. They won't say nothing. They'll be like, well, it is what it is. Okay, I've been married. I've lived with female roommates. I have lots of female relatives and I lived with my sisters on and on, on and off. With that being said, I know this one thing about women. When it's not fair to them, they're going to pout, kick, scream, cry. You're going to normally make the adjustment because you don't want to see them pout, kick, scream, or cry. But when they have the advantage, they ain't going to say nothing. You're going to be like, wait, I thought it wasn't fair. They're going to be like, well, you know, oh, well. I was once, when I was married, that was used against me, um, um, not talking negative about my ex, but in the scenario, the scenario was, and this kind of proves what happened was I, in my early parts of my marriage, I was very deliberate about coming home, not going out to clubs, 
not doing those typical things that would raise the alarm of, hey, what are you doing? I never made any suspicious movements, meaning I would come home. I didn't stay out late. I didn't do drugs. I didn't have, you know, single male dudes that I went to kick it with. Uh, I didn't go on guys trips like I was that husband in my early part of my marriage. Now, we had kids very early and and two kids back to back. Then what happened was she started to want to go to girls nights out and all of that stuff to let her hair down. And all. she started wanting to do that and go to girls trips. Then I was like, hey, wait a minute. I was like, hold up. Hold up. I don't go out late nights at bars and clubs. I don't go on trips and go away. I don't I don't do any of these things. And she was like, hmm. she was like, hmm. well, you should have. I wouldn't have got mad if you did. <laughs> You're like, hold, hold up. Wait a minute. Now, that was like five years of me just doing the right thing. Now, you know good and damn well, if I would have done that and lived that lifestyle, it would have been a problem, right? It would have been a problem. But what they'll do is then when they want to do it and get away with it, then they'll say, well, hey, you should have did it. I didn't stop you from doing it. Or I wouldn't have had a problem with it. You should have did it. Now, the fact that you didn't do it, that's your fault. When I tell you they don't play fair, this is not me putting them down. They don't play fair. So as a man, you'll learn real flip. You'll learn real quick. You'll learn real quick that they are not playing fair. So never feel bad for not playing fair. You'll be like, ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're like, all right, all right, I see what it is. Okay, okay. And then when you start doing it, then they'd be like, oh, shit. Then you realize they have a problem. So never think that they're about the business of playing fair. They're about the business of making you unhappy because they're miserable, right? They're like this. I'm not happy. <laughs> okay. Similarly, and I hate to get off subject again because we're going to get on this subject. Similarly, if you are a, a, a person that doesn't take care of your kids, you're a deadbeat. If they can't, they're a struggling single mother who can't take care of their kids because you they don't they can't steal your money. Right? It's always looked at as different. Oh, you don't take care of your kids? Dude, you could have 50-50 custody, be taking care of your kids, and then be avoiding giving the mother money, and they'll call you a deadbeat. And you're like, okay, my kids are being taken care of. The whole family court system would say, they'll say, and you have 50-50 custody. You don't take care of your kids. And you're like, bruh. <laughs> How is that? Like, I literally have them. I literally have them. How do you tell me I can't? I'm not taking care of your kids? Well, typically, this is how it works. Now, that woman could get welfare, Section 8, government assistance, job search, all of that shit if she can't take care of her kids. If you can't take care of your kids, you get to go to jail. In this world, there's no fairness. Never think they're in the business of this. They're in the business of getting an advantage, period. With that being said, let's get to this part of the topic right here. This is going to be a woman, a young woman, of course, that's going to prove my theory that women hate their father, hate the father of the child more than they love their child. And let's go ahead and give you the uh, let's go ahead and give you the video on this one. This is a young Black woman, very typical of the mindset of a young black woman. This is sad. Here she is. And by the way, she's out of shape. She looks miserable. She looks unkempt. And she looks somewhat lazy. 
Now, here she is. This is her TikTok. Let's play it, then break it down. My son is not coming home today. At this point, I don't even know if I want him to ever come home. I really hate his dad, and it makes it so hard for me to like and care for him the way a mother should. Y'all will probably drag me in my comments, but I have to live in my truth. My baby daddy was bragging about how he took my virginity, and he kept bringing up old things that aren't even co-parenting related. So I told him that I fucked his best friend first, and that I never cared about him. I hate co-parenting with him because he won't let go of the past. We've been broken up for 10 years now, and honestly, being with him is one of my biggest life regrets. But how do you look your own kid in their face, knowing that it's impossible for you to fully love them the way a mother should because you hate their dad? The disagreement was so stupid and simple, but it resulted in my son showing up to school four hours late. Usually I would remove him from that situation, but this time, instead of taking him away, I'm making him stay. All right. Uh, <laughs> listen. All right, listen, one of the one of the blessings of social media, one of the blessings of social media is that, you know, when we talk about these things, they can no longer act like this is not true. What are you talking about, coach? Where are you meeting these women? This isn't true. Women don't think like this. Women don't do this. You're just a deadbeat. Now, this right here is the damn proof. This is the in, this is the embodiment of a deadbeat parent. This is the embodiment of a parental alienator. This is the embodiment of an abuser. This is an embodiment of a person who hates the father of their children more than they love the children. And she admits it. She literally admits it in this statement. Of course, she says, we're gonna, I'm going to get dragged in the comment section. Look at her. Does she even look like a happy person? She's completely miserable. Now, let's break down what she said. This is, a, this is what a deadbeat should be. But of course, we're going to give her a pass. Nobody's going to feel bad. Now, if you got 50-50 custody, if somehow you don't pay child support because you finessed the system that tried to steal money from you, everybody's, oh, man, your poor kids are out there struggling. They probably trying to find something to eat. No, they're not. You a deadbeat. No, I have my kid. There they are right there. I see them. They're, no, no, no. You a deadbeat. And this woman right here is a pure, unadulterated, strategic, admitted hater of the father of her child and a deadbeat. Nobody's going to say anything, bro. They give them a pass for this shit. Now, let's go ahead and break it down. Where I, This is my teachings. This is what I tell you. They get away with this shit on a regular. First of all, look at her. She's depressed. She has signs of depression, anxiety, stress. She's closed in her house. The blinds are closed. She hasn't done her hair. She's in a robe. She probably hasn't taken a shower. Okay, she says, my son is not coming home. Sorry, we're going to break this down clip by clip. Son is not coming home today. At this point, I don't even know if I want him to ever come home. Okay, so this is this is the story of I eat. I keep calling this wrong. It's La Yarona, La Yarona, where she's jealous. So, so she says, "My son's not coming home. I don't know what happened. There could be some court issue. Uh, the kid could be on an extended vacation with the father, or the father finally got some parenting time." He had to probably drag her to court and lose $10,000. Okay, so now the son's not coming home. Now she says, at this point, I don't know if I even want him to come home. That right there, brothers, she does not want the child to come home because the child's having fun with the father. In her mind, the child is less than because he's spending time with the father. You see this shit? 
You see this? I don't even want the kid no more. Because the father enjoy the, the, the son enjoys time with the father. Let's go ahead and continue. I really hate his dad, and it makes it so hard for me to like and care for him the way a mother should. There you go. Okay, so there you go. That that's another clip right there. I really hate his dad again, and it really is hard for me to care for my child like a woman should. Wow. If that doesn't say the woman hates the father of their child more than they love the father, I don't know what else does. Now, you cannot tell me this person is a healthy mother when the child's in her presence. You cannot tell me that the mother is a healthy mother when the child is in her presence because she's miserable. And then if the child ends up depressed, you wonder why it's contagious. So this is the environment that the child's in. And they will call men deadbeats. This is insane that you can go on. You can go on to social media and admit this. Let's continue here. She She's even said, I can't even care for the, the child the way a mother should because I hate the father. Mm. Continuing here. Continuing. Continuing. Y'all will probably drag me in my comments, but I have to live in my truth. Man, she looks like a thrilling person. This is what she looks like when her child is around. This is what she looks like when the father comes around for custody exchanges. This is what she looks like. And then people will blame the guy. Hey, man, just be the bigger man. Just talk to the mom. Just do this, do that. But every time he opens his mouth, she drags him to court. You're going to see this later because she's going to admit that. She's going to admit that anytime he says anything, it sets her off. And then she goes and does things, which we call throw rock and hide hands. She then gets the courts and the child, the CPT and the, the child support. And then she plays like she's the victim. I'm a good mother. I'm an Instagram mother. Let's continue. My baby daddy was bragging about how he took my virginity and he kept bringing up old things that aren't even co-parenting related. Okay, so that that right there gives her uh, an opportunity then to go to the courts, right? He keeps bringing these things up, right? And uh, he, she's saying that he's talking about breaking her, you know, having her, taking her virginity, uh, the other things that aren't co-parenting related. She only wants to talk co-parenting related, which means in effect that they're 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 having constant disputes and bickering they're bickering instead of having common conversations who don't who knows if they're instigating it but looking at her in her miserable disposition i can't say that she's ready to have healthy context in conversations she's not ready who knows why he keeps bringing up that she's a virgin i'm probably sure excuse me that he's not initiating those conversations, but I cannot be sure. But something seems to set her off when he talks to her. Namely, then she's going to go to the courts and say, he's abusing me. He's texting me. He's saying these things. And that's going to be how she presents him to the courts. How she's presenting him here is how she presents him to the courts. Let's continue. Let's continue here. And for people who saying this is a skit, I have another video of this individual. Let's, and, and, and by the way, if she's saying this is a skit, where is she getting this information from? Let's continue. So I told him that I fucked his best friend first and that I never cared about him. All right. So the only thing she can go through is to lie, manipulate and 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 burn him. <laughs> I don't know why you would make a documentary like this. Lord have mercy. I hate co-parenting with him because he won't let go of the past. We've been broken up for 10 years now. And now that why is she sitting on the toilet? OK, this one is important. 
This one is important. This one is important. We've been broken up for 10 years now. This is what I was talking about earlier. Guys, you can have been with a woman 10, 20 years ago, and they still on this shit. And she's still on this shit, literally. They've been together. They've been gone for 10 years, and she still not can cannot get over it. She still cannot move on. She still got to make these documentaries, and so much so that she has a child with the guy, and guess what? She can't get over that fact. We're going to hear later. She has another video. She's going to admit that she doesn't even want the father to be around. Here it is right here. Let's continue. 10 years, man. 10 years of bitterness that you're attached to. This is why I tell you to protect your seed. 10 years of bitterness. And it eats at them. They It almost kills them, but it will kill you uh, faster. Here we go. And honestly, being with him is one of my biggest life regrets. But how do you look your own kid in their face knowing that it's impossible for you to fully love them the way a mother should be? Because you hate their dad. Woo! I'm in my little Wayne. Watch this. Remember, I said this the other day. When a mother looks at her child, who does she see? She sees you. She sees the father. She sees the pappy. Yes. Get him, daddy. And I said, if she hates the father, and she looks at your child. She cannot love your child fully. I call this. Yep. I told coach told you this last week. I said, if she looks at you, if she looks at the child and she sees any bit of the child, you and the child, and she hates you, she cannot fully love the child. And she just admits it, whether this is a skit or not, she admits it right there. I can't even fully love my child because I see my child's father and the child. It's impossible. It's impossible to love them. It's impossible to claim that they love them if they hate you. And gentlemen, this also applies to you um, for the mother as well, just so you guys know. This also applies to you. Let's go ahead and continue. I regrets. But how do you look your own kid in their face knowing that it's impossible for you to fully love them the way a mother should because you hate their dad? Wow. Dude, check it out. Let's continue. The disagreement was so stupid and simple, yep. but it resulted in my son showing up to school four hours late. What? Usually I would remove him from that situation, but this time instead of taking him away, I'm making him stay. <laughs> okay. So she's trying to find a way to penalize the father. So now it's you keep him. All right. Instead of taking the kid away, which she says she's done. Normally I take the kid away from the father. Normally, what I do is I say, my opinion matters. You don't get to see your kid. Normally, guys just say, hey, whatever. It's too tough to fight it. And she even says the dispute was stupid and minimal. It wasn't even a big disagreement. But what does she do? She harms the child. She doesn't give the child the proper education. She doesn't turn them over. She actually makes the child stay home. She, she moves the kid across. She harms the child. Because she can't get her way with the father. When we talk about mothers, and Maury's here, a lot of mothers are terrible people. They could be good mothers, but they do so much harm to children because they hate the father. They're terrible people. So you can be a good mother, but you can be an absolutely terrible person, Maury. Correct. Correct. Let's continue. Let's continue. 
All right. Shout out to her for doing that skit for people who are still stuck on skit. See, people don't understand. Doesn't matter if it's a skit. Not a lot of people are going to relate to that. Doesn't matter. All right. People will use that as a way to say, oh, it doesn't matter, coach. Nope, 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 nope. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She has actually another one which tells her this person is going, she's going to admit in her skit that she has some other issues that she's dealing with as well. All right, so let's go back. And I've suffered it. from Here we go right here. All right, so this is the same woman apparently, apparently, I'm not sure, who's going to admit that she got some problems in this world. Here we go. I've suffered from severe depression since I was six years old. Okay, let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. A lot of women are using this particular. This is like the oh, Selena Gomez has lupus. This one right here. This depression thing needs to be examined very deeply. If mothers are saying they have depression, they should not have custody of their children. They should not. This should be an immediate admission of mental health and that you're not stable enough or mature enough as an adult to cope with the basic duties of life to have custody of your kids. This is actually crazy that mothers are gotten, they're getting to say this. Six years old, what kind of life are you living? Come on, man. You need to get a bike. You need to get a bike. Normally, they lean on this depression thing. This is why we got to really determine what this stuff is. This is self-diagnosis. Were you diagnosed with depression at six? You were not. You're just a miserable human being. That's all you are. You're just a not happy person. Okay, now find out why you're not happy. All right, let's continue. Nobody diagnosed you at six with this, by the way. I started getting S-word thoughts at around maybe like six or seven. Okay, that's your own personal problem. This is somebody's mother, by the way. This is the previous, this in the previous video, she's saying that she has custody of her kids and she uses the kid against the father. Now she's saying that she wants to delete herself and she's thinking constantly of doing so. This person has custody of a child. <laughs> this person has custody of a child and we're allowing it. Nobody's saying, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't have custody of your kid, but we're allowing it. Okay. Yeah. You have depression. You're thinking of taking your own life. Here's some kids, by the way. This is crazy, bro. This is crazy. This is what the world's doing out here. This is an automatic should be an automatic, uh, no custody, but we don't do it. Let's continue. And I started to execute those thoughts at 12 years old. I felt alone and I felt unloved by my family and by my parents. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I mean, look. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. Man. Man. Here we go again, guys. The old my parents didn't love me shit. Now, we do live in a time where parents, their attentions are not to their children. Both of them are working, and many of them are being dropped off in daycare life. I will say, I don't know if she comes from a two-parent household or a one. I cannot determine that, but I also know single mother-raised kids do not do well in life. Okay, Not a mental health, a lot of crime. Yes, there are a few that make it out. Most don't. Most end up like this. Okay, Now it's going to be everybody's fault but hers. I don't know what trauma she's gone through, but she should not have custody of kids. <laughs> right? She should not. 
but nobody will say it. They will just be like, oh, poor thing. Oh, poor thing. You'll work on it. Get some medication. Work on your issues. Go to therapy. She needs a full reconstruction of her life and get down to the bottom of it and find out where there's accountability. Okay, that's what she needs. Let's continue here. While I was coming up in high school, there were so many teen moms. There you and go. these teen moms would glamorize parenthood. You see them with Jordans on their kids and all these cute little pictures and all these posts about how they love their kids so much and it's their world and how much unconditional love their kids give them. But I wanted that for myself. Oh, boy. So now we have someone who's looking at parenting from a, okay, my, my son dresses like my baby daddy. Pookie, little Jordans that only last for three weeks and then they outgrow them. The glamorization of single parenthood, the glamorization of teen pregnancy. And she thought, huh, what's the big deal? I'll have a baby too. You're glamorizing it. Let's continue. It gets better. Is this a skit still, y'all? This is the same person. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be cared about. I wanted to love somebody. All right. So again, coach is right again. I often tell you that the first unconditional love that a woman receives is from their child. Women believe they know what love is until, until they have a child. And thus, that's where they get the love, right? And then this is how you get praying mantis. Okay, this is how you get praying mantis because the woman says, Hey, I thought I knew love. We produced this love child, but this child loves me unconditionally. She, this child loves me as the mother. This child never judges me. You judge me. You, you have expectations. You make me depressed. You make me sad. You make me think I'm not living up to your expectations, but the child always loves me. Then you get replaced. Then you get pushed out of the life, especially if there's no marriage. Then they say you left. So here's what she's dealing with. She wanted to be loved. Her parents didn't love her. The guy she had a baby with didn't love her. She wanted to create a love child and thus volunteered for single motherism. Single motherism is a choice. All right. And she's not taking any accountability. She blamed her parents, the boyfriend, the child, everybody. Oh, and also the girls that had babies and posted on Instagram. Everybody but her. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Single motherism is a choice. Continuing. She said she just admitted it. I chose to do this. And so I went and had a baby. I wanted a baby. That's that. I only ever planned for having a baby. That's it. So single motherism is a choice. Oh, he left. He needs to take care of his responsibility. I chose to have a baby. I wanted to have a baby. Single motherism is a choice. A lot of young women are making this choice. And they're using social media to snitch on theyself. Yep, she ran him away. I didn't want him. I know. I just wanted the baby. Let's continue. I, I didn't plan on that baby growing up and going to elementary school or going to college and being an adult. I did not even plan for any of that because I was a stupid little girl. I wasn't thinking logically. I was thinking with my emotions. Okay, gentlemen, brothers, 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 brothers. Thank God for this woman. Thank God for her. This is what we're talking. I've been saying this forever. They are doing this. You get caught up in between. Listen to this again. Listen to this, gentlemen. <laughs> I didn't plan on the baby growing up. I didn't plan. What did I tell you? They don't have a plan. 
They don't have a plan. Their plan is just to keep the kids away from you. No college plan, no retirement, no savings, no goals. They'll let the kid drop out of high school. They'll let the kid become, they'll they become an enabler. They don't care, bro. They do not care. I've been saying this. She's admitting everything that I've been telling you as teaching points. Listen to it again. Okay, here we go. Going to elementary school or going to college and being an adult, I did not even plan for any of that because I was a stupid little girl. I wasn't thinking logically. I was thinking with my emotions. And so I had that baby. And my pregnancy was rough. And God tested me throughout his life. First lesson I learned was that you cannot choose the gender of a baby. I expected to have a daughter. And guess what? I had a son. Well, the Negro community definitely frowns upon your shenanigans. Lord, have mercy out here. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. So this is where we get into the conversation about our brother over there, Jeffrey. Um, can't remember his name. The brother where the woman encourages the child to turn genders because yeah, I, I, I didn't know you could bruh. I didn't know I had a son. Guess what? Son be a daughter because I hate myself. Why don't I tell you to hate yourself? Okay. What are we doing? Y'all this is clown world. He was rough and God tested me throughout his life. First lesson I learned was that you cannot choose the gender of a baby. I expected to have a daughter and guess what? I had a son. Second lesson that I learned is that they eventually grow up. They do not stay babies forever. Wait a minute. Who are you? Ah. <sighs> Somebody says, send it. Oh, Lord, send that asteroid, please. Send it. This is who y'all having babies with. This is who be having full custody of your child. This is who you're fighting in child support. This is who you fighting in the family court. This is who you fighting when the police get called over for domestic violence. This is who you're fighting against. This is who you're trying to. This is who you're trying to have. This is who you're having a legacy with. This is who you're having a legacy with. This is who you going in Roski. This is who you busting up in their bodies with. Huh? This is what y'all doing out here, bro. Yeah, we need to get Putin on it. We need to get Putin on this thing real quick. Is there perhaps a, a, a Putin sighting? Let's go ahead and see if we can get Mr. Putin on the, on the job here. Let me see if I can go through and find Mr. Putin's meme. Yeah, there it is right there. Let me see if I can pull it up on my screen. We might we might have to get him on the business right here. We might have to chief. Yeah, chief. Go ahead and send it. Fire them nukes when ready. We need a we need a reset of this. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, bro. Hey, what are we doing? Go. Hey, listen, I wouldn't mind, bro. You know, I'll tell you where to point the mother sucker. <laughs> Goodness. 
Yeah, we got to give her an older humanity. Yeah. Older humanity. Let's continue. She got more to say, y'all. She wasn't even done with this. <laughs> Doom and gloom CGA. Okay. We got more. She got more admissions. Third lesson that I learned is that you really don't know what your kid's going to be, what they're going to like. You can't have plans for them. I never planned on having an autistic son. I never planned on... I, I thought I was going to have me a little basketball player one time. What did I tell y'all? This woman confirming everything. They think and you think you're going to have the next Steph Curry. And most of y'all just going to have a a, a, a useless human being at best. You're going to have an average person. <laughs> so now the kid is special needs. Now this is telling you where she's really messed up. We got a special needs child, unfortunately, but he's going to be able to provide value. But they be thinking, oh, my kid going to be the next Kevin Durant. My kid's going to be the next. I thought I was going to have a little basketball player. Yep. I thought I was going to have somebody that takes me to the promised land where I could be the real MVP. Instead, I got to do the work. I got to do work. I don't want that. I don't want it. <laughs> By the way, looking at her, her son was barely going to be on the freshman basketball team. All right. Looking at her. Uh, let's continue here. She got more to say. She's got more admissions, man. This is some weird shit. Ain't it? Continuing. I found out I had a boy and that wasn't the case. And honestly, that that's okay. And then the last thing that I learned is that no matter what, his dad is not going anywhere. I could have somebody adopt my son. This last admission is important. It cut off from this video. This last admission is important. The last thing, this is the most important thing, is I cannot get rid of the father. I thought I could just get rid of the dad. I thought I could just take the child. I thought I could just run off. I thought I could get rid of his rights. I thought he had no rights. I thought I could just take custody away. I thought I could just, I thought he would just leave. I thought he would run away. Oh, I can't get rid of them. Let's listen to this. This is how do women think like this. When you fight for your child, they, they don't understand. They're confused. They're like, what are you doing? Why are you responding to this court case? Why are you showing up? You're, you're, and they'll blame you for fighting for your own damn kids. And you're like, I don't want, I want my kids. Now, the other part of it is if you don't fight, they call you a deadbeat. They say, what are you doing? You didn't fight. You didn't fight hard enough. And they put up a brick wall. Listen to this. This is the admission that you want to hear. I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach. Listen. His dad is not going anywhere. I could have somebody. Your dad, she said, I, I wish they had the rest of it. It cut off right here. I could have someone adopt my son right now. I'm going to assume she's going to say, and the dad can block the adoption. Or the dad's still going to be part of the kid's life. They hate it, bro. Mm. What, Dude, this is incredible. For people who think what I do is hateful. I don't know what to tell you, gentlemen. I'm trying to warn you. I'm trying to warn you. It is difficult. Yes. Can people have success at this? Yes. Even people that stay together in their marriages deal with this shit. Right? You deal with this stuff, man. I'm telling you, man. You guys got to watch out. Protect your seed when dealing with these individuals. Some of these people are mentally unstable. Let's get into this. All right, shout out to Classy Beats. He says, don't forget Tiffany Haddish, coach. Did she have a younger man? I'd be forgetting who these people date sometimes, uh, but I think she did date a younger guy. All right, Sincere says, I had six sisters. I have six sisters. Coach is 100% correct. If you have sisters, you have a different view of 
of women, right? Um, if you don't have that many sisters, you might view differently. You might see women as unicorns and believe them. But having sisters is a blessing. Not saying your sisters are bad. They just will reveal how females work, the dynamics between male and female. All right, how they can cry at the drop of a hat, how they leave out details, lying of omissions. Um, you know, these are things that, um, you know, they tattletale on you. They set you up. Yeah, they're very much like that. So having sisters is a blessing. Even for women who have brothers is a blessing. So they will, will look at men from a, a different lens. They will be like, wow, men are something else, right? So there, it's a blessing to have relatives or siblings of the opposite gender. You'll get, you'll get your um, reality check really quickly. Shout out to Blue Odyssey LLC. The scouting report is out there. There's no reason to take a bad deal nowadays. Anybody who takes bad deals, it's up to you. Um, dudes are taking bad deals left and right. Yep, they play the victim. Yeah, they. Uh, so there's no reason to take a bad deal. Shout out to Keith N for the co-sponsorship. My ex mentions depression and deletion in her Instagram, and she is trying to turn me into every other weekend, Dad. I lawyer, lawyered up, got all of her Insta posts, and I am seeking full custody now. Air their dirty laundry and reverse Uno them with facts. Congratulations on that. That definitely is something if you do that, um, you can probably get an advantage. I do know from experience that was used against someone that I know that the person said that they were uh, wanting to harm themselves and that the other person in the relationship didn't care and encouraged them to harm themselves. And they thought they were going to gain custody by using that as an argument. Unfortunately, they found out if they use that as an argument, they would lose custody of their child. So they were trying to paint the person as a bad person by saying, hey, you, enc you encouraged me to delete and harm myself when I threatened to do so. Then they tried to use it in court, and then they, all, then they realized their lawyer said, you can't use that in court, you dumbass. You ain't going to get custody. <laughs> so understand, understand, many times they process things from an emotional position. Their argument is fully emotional. I don't think that. I don't agree. I don't, and it's never logical. Um, and they will think they can use that against them, but it will go, it will go against them. A lot of women don't understand that. This is why sometimes if you do take them into court, they lose miserably. It's like a landslide victory because what they think is right is wrong. And they go in there and they get roasted. I've showed you videos of them of women in court. They do this all the time. They shoot themselves in the foot. <laughs> all right, I feel like, and then they go into court and they realize, well, your feelings don't matter, ma'am. Your decision-making don't matter. You don't even get to make the decision. Oh, you made that decision on your own? Well, you violated the term. It's weird, dude. It is so weird. Uh, but uh, this is how this is what it's like dealing with women. So congratulations for doing that. Just the threat alone will get her to stop using depression and suicide or self-deletion against you. Because unfortunately, many women use that against you as a chip to get you to not push against them. It is not real in many cases. Many people use that as a means to not move forward or press forward on you, challenge them, hold them accountable. They just think, oh, okay, I'm going to harm myself. And they want you to not. Pro they, that's in the media. Okay, if I do this, you're going to harm yourself. Mm. Listen, if you're that weak of a human being, 
Have at it. I mean, listen, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> but if you're that weak of a human being, hey, listen, I can't stop you from doing what you want to do. All right, shout out to Blue Odyssey. He says, oh, the humanity. Thank God for cell phones and social media. Your FX game has gotten better and better this year, sir. Shout out to you. Uh, I agree, man. People think social media was the death of relationships, and it was. People assume social media would go away and we could return back to positive relationships. Unfortunately, now, for women, women are using social media as a diary, and they're playing their hand. They're revealing their hand, right? They're tipping their hand off. They're going, oh, this is what I really believe in. It's giving us evidence now of we weren't the only ones dealing with people like this. They're actually proving that there are women out here like this. Not all of them are like this. They're, they're, they're proving it. Bethune-Cookman groundskeeper account says we hate ED. Wait. Oh, we hate Ed more than we love the kids. He's out of there. Shout out to you. Big Doe Butter says, soon as they say I feel, I'm out. Yeah. Soon as this argument talks about I feel, the, the conversation is over. The conversation is over. So what they feel is normally wrong. Rational rationality says even if an asteroid came, the Mastodons will survive. <laughs> Shout out to XL Pro Services, volunteer victims. Single motherism is a choice. Single motherhood is a choice. It is not the man that didn't decide. Most of the time, they chose to be a single mother. Most of the time. Shout out to Miami JM. He says, just got a text. Girl lost her job and needs rent money. Your rent's due, motherfucker. We're all going to get those texts. I've been predicting this, this since 2019. I said, they're going to start scammering, clamoring. Once these jobs get cut, recession, economic collapse of epic proportion, you're going to start getting um, you're going to start getting text messages. By the way, you're probably going to lose your job and get laid off in this situation as well. So if somebody does come after you for money, you got laid off. As far as they're concerned, it ain't going well for us in this economy. Bad time to be getting modifications of child support. All right. Very, very bad time, sir and ma'am. OK, I think we got everybody. So we're ready to continue with the show. Thank you for the contributions. Everybody's rent is due. Everybody's rent is due tomorrow. Okay. This is a funny one right here. This should be funny and humorous. This is going to be a, uh, how does your women, how do women today lose their virginity? Oh, no. All right. And how do they get imprinted sexually? So we know a lot of young ladies in the dating marketplace are looking for men that have their shit together. We played a video of a woman in her 40s last night. And she said, look, I don't want to be moving in with you. I just want you to have your shit together. I don't want you living with roommates. I don't want you down bad economically. I don't want you living with your mother in the basement. I want you to have their ish together. What does that imply? What does that imply? That implies they deal with a lot of guys that are in that situation. Well, Twitter has given us a gift. Twitter has given us a gift. And the gift is how women say they get their insides pushed to the hair esophagus all right how they get imprinted what condition is the man is in is he a top tier man is he a six-figure man does he drive a, a lamborghini does he does he own his own house they're gonna tell you where the best salami is gotten and you guys probably have experience with this as well here's the tweet and we'll go to the comment section uh, apparently 
This is a woman named Annabelle. She says, when his room looks like this, you know the salami is life-changing. When the room looks like this, you know the salami is life-changing, life-changing, and no is in all capitals. With this being said, the most I've slayed in this marketplace, I lived in a 400-square-foot apartment with a Murphy bed that I pulled down from the wall, and I slayed. <laughs> I slayed and I didn't have a lot of uh, I didn't have a lot of discrepancy as to how I picked who I slayed I was slaying now when I start moving up and getting into situations where my neighborhoods people my neighbors could see me I stopped slaying mastodons publicly like that but this proves in the comment section how a lot of women get imprinted, how a lot of women go to lower quality males while saying they want high quality male. Sometimes when they go to the low quality male, they'll say you're a loser, but they'll get their insides ran. Mm. And not only that, they will get some of the best sex that they will ever get. Thus, when they get with the guy with the white picket fence, the six figure job, what happens? The guy's not slaying her like that, but she has comfort here. She has a choice to make. She's like, damn. She has a choice to make. She's like, oh, man, um, I'm with this guy. This is the Sex Over Life documentary. This is the Sex Over Life documentary. So when that in that documentary, she had the guy, the working husband. He was a good man. He gave her kids. He produced. He, he actually had the house, the white picket fence. They went on vacations. They had a retirement fund, the savings. And she ran back to the dude that had the apartment flat. And it was the gigolo. Okay. These dudes be banging them out and jump right on the video games right afterwards. And she's just standing there leaking on the mattress. Let me go to the comment section here. And a lot of women know this. Yep, Pookie keeps it simple. And Pookie grabs her hair, pulls her hair, smacks her on the booty. All right. Let's her creep, late night creep. They smoke weed out. Sometimes they do lines. They drink. You know what I mean? They extra nasty. But the husband treating her, oh, baby, let me caress you. Are you happy? Can I do what's best for you? Women don't like that, man. They may say they like that, but they don't like it. They like it because they're not getting it from men. And then when they get it, they're like, oh, I need them to be a little bit more aggressive. This dude doesn't have a job. He barely has a car. But they're getting life-changing salami. Yeah, sex over life. Look it up on Netflix. I hate the broadcastings, but I did a whole breakdown over sex over life, right? All right, um, here we go right here. Let's go to the comment section. Should be interesting, right? Here we go. It says right here. <laughs> Somebody says life-changing because you're going to catch an incurable, untreatable, known-to-medicine STD. Oh, yes. We talk about STDs. We talk about STIs. We talk about the prevalence of women catching STIs. We talk about, yes, the girl that you married probably had an STI. Depends on where you come from. Here's a guy that says, this is what my room looked like. Yep, I'd be slaying in there. This, this was the room I left a completely different woman. This woman. <laughs> Look at the mattress. Hold on, let me make it bigger. This is a woman, allegedly, 
This was the room I left a completely different woman. This ninja got two pillows and one pillowcase, no sheets, just leaking. Stains all on the mattress. Somebody said, this looks like a crime scene. Literally, literally this is a woman, literally, literally how I got chlamydia. Dude, social media is a gift. Uh, these are not jokes. Social media is a gift. It's a gift to men. Literally how I got chlamydia. <laughs> this is where you stay going viral for all the wrong reasons. Indeed. Help the room I'm moving to into now, right now. Okay, so this is the move. This is the room she's moving into with her boyfriend. Okay. Uh, let's see. When his bed is on the floor and he has gray sheets and two pillows, but only one of the pillows is in the pillowcase, isn't it? Wait, one of the pillowcases isn't all the way. And he has some NFL team blankets. <laughs> all right. You got a lot of people right here. They're they're admitting this. Oh, what is this? We got the emo game room right here. This is where your girls are getting banged out. Here's another one right here. Look. Oh, this one dude got an AR-15 or an AR-10 right here. This is what the room looks like. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> this is how it's happening, guys. This is how it's happening. And um, let me tell you something. If you ask your girl if this is true, yeah, it's true. Let's go to this young woman right here who's going to explain why she's in these streets. I don't want to make you scared, guys, but, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of young ladies today have more experience than you do. We're going to go to this one, this guy, J-Cubed, again. He's got a lot of great content. And look at this woman right here, Lord. What is going on with these saggy waggies? My gosh. Tell me you have two kids without telling me you have two kids. Man, they look like Snoopy ears. My goodness. You can tie them in a knot and tie them in a bow. You can throw them over your shoulder like a continental soldier. For sure. Let's go ahead and hear what she's got to say. Oh, we got the what's your body count question. Body count. 20 plus. Yeah, I just don't know all of them. When's the last time you guys? A week ago. A week? Was that like a boyfriend or? I don't know. He bought me this bag though. What do you look for in a guy? Sugar daddy. I used to date for personality, but now I'm dating for money because you dudes be having the worst personality ever. Well, listen to this, man. Uh, this is what y'all dealing with out here. <laughs> this woman looks like she has a thrilling personality. Her personality looks wonderful. Not only has her personality down low, Everything else on her body has hit gravity. Yeah, I'm a hold of I don't care. It's an evil world we live in. Where's your... So this is what y'all dealing with out here in these streets, man. Y'all got to be more careful. In these streets? I got to be more careful who y'all dealing with and putting y'all salami in. It's getting bad out here, guys. Uh, and, and guess who's taking the blame? Men are taking the blame of that's ruining the dating marketplace. And I'm often showing you, like, how is it our fault? Her personality is all she she's she's leaning on the fact that she has a body that dudes want to penetrate. That's it. All right. We're almost here for the ready for the main event. Let me see here. Oh, yeah, we're ready for the main event right now. We're going to get to uh, let me check. No, I already did the super chats. Let's get to the main event. Let's not belabor the point. Should be should we be treating relationships in the current 
marketplace like a business. Now, let me just say right now, gentlemen, if you got a girl and you've had a girl for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, we're not talking about you. Okay, so I know a lot of dudes, they've been in relationships for quite a long time. They got in their relationship prior to 2012, and you've been locked down. You, you know what I mean? You've been having it good. You've been dealing with the bullshit. You guys know how to do things. You're making it work. We're not talking about you. We're talking about people today that are single today that are looking to partner up with people today. This is very much going to be the context of the conversation because sometimes we can forget. When you're in a relationship, you can forget. Trust me. You can forget how hard it is to be single. You can be hard how hard it is to get a mate. Not only that, you're not dealing with a mate that got Snapchat who've been running the streets. You're not dealing with men that have access that are cold approaching. You're not dealing with men, the modern day men that have other things to do other than serve their woman. You don't deal with men that are now economically at a worse down point than any men in the history of the world and or have the low testosterone, the lowest testosterone in the history of the world. You're not dealing with the group of women that grew up with more status and options than the men. You, you're not that guy. Yeah, with, with, with girls that have dudes in the DMs, you, you don't have these issues. So sometimes it's tough to understand. So if you're in a relationship and you've been in a relationship 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and you're good, you're fine. We're talking about the modern relationship with Me Too, Believe All Women, feminism at its lowest point, but at its peak, the birth rate declining, marriage rates declining, divorce rates skyrocketing but or maintaining even the low amount of marriages we're talking about now not yesteryear not the 90s not the 50s we're talking about today okay so now that we got that out of the way let's go to this woman saying men she's gonna have an epiphany of course way too late in the game that men don't want relationships let's get to this woman right here this is a kaylee and she's going to say, I found out men don't actually want relationships. There's going to be a problem, and this woman's going to explain the problem. Relationships. Hold on for a second. Men don't. Men. Play it. Play it. Don't actually want relationships. You wanted equality, and now you're complaining that they don't want to be in a relationship with you. Equality also means the same. And since these men are not gay, why would they want to be in a relationship with another man? So you've got your equality and now they don't want to be in a relationship with you because. Now, this is what we don't understand about this feminism movement, right? Women have just picked and cherry picked about what they wanted equally. They got their jobs and they'll say, I got a job. You got a job. Let's get together. We're a power couple. Okay. I bring in my paycheck and they want you to be like, Hey, okay, good. You got a paycheck. You got a job. I'll take you. They think this thing works, but it doesn't work. It's anti-relationship. When the woman brings in exactly what you have, it doesn't work. Let me say this. If a woman brings in what you don't have, for instance, he doesn't have a job and she does, she's never going to respect you unless you've beaten the brakes off of her. So it just doesn't work. Men are not looking to bring in women that have exactly what they have. You have a job, I have a job. Okay, what else? Let's continue here. This is where we get chaotic in today's culture. Because you bring nothing to the table. You're basically men. They use you for one thing now. Of course they do, because that's what makes them not gay. But everything else, you're just like a guy. 
So they don't want to be in a relationship with a guy. Otherwise, they would be gay. So this is a, a TikTok called Value Men. And uh, this is a woman playing the unicorn role as the understanding woman. She's got a quite, quite a bit of a following. And um, she's essentially saying, look, you guys are making sex easy. Why would men want a relationship? Okay, this is an old MGTOW point. Why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free? <laughs> okay. Why buy the cow when we're getting the milk for free? Not only that, when we, uh, the juice is not worth the squeeze. Once we get a squeeze, we know you're not relationship material. Unfortunately, not enough people are listening to their programming as to where they're trying to tell you they still valuable, but their value is not being shown. They're saying they're the table, but you, you can't even determine what that table is. And since they're not, they don't want to be in a relationship with you. You're not respectful. You don't give them peace. Maybe try being kind and sweet. Yeah, no, 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 no. See, in today's relationships, being kind and sweet is seen as a weakness from the female perspective. They will often say, I tried being kind and weak or kind and sweet, but it didn't work out for me. But they tried it with Pookie. They tried it with Ray Ray. When they try it with the good man, they end up saying, well, I can't really respect him because he never put me in, 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 in check. He, I, I ran all over him. And then they go back to trying to be just mean and honorary and with attitude. They think that's going to work and it doesn't. They also think they can push you into a relationship just because they're there. Here I am. Give me a relationship. Nah, it doesn't work that way. Not only that, she also said, you're not giving me peace. If you're not giving a man peace, he does not want to put up with you for a long amount of time. In fact, there's a study that says men spend on average of seven hours a year in the bathroom. These are men in relationships and cohabitations. Men spend on average of seven hours a year in the bathroom to get away from their spouse or girlfriend to seek refuge and peace. This is seven hours in a year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I had the meme up. Seven hours just to get some peace and quiet so that the woman does not rain on his parade. He act like he's in the bathroom. So let's go ahead and continue with what she has to say here. And nice. And don't bring drama into their lives. Yeah, well, that's impossible. See, drama in our relationship world is supposed to be as... You're supposed to accept the drama. You're so exposed to accept the bad times. You're supposed to work through it. What do you mean you don't want to listen to me? You're my boyfriend. I don't have to listen to your bullshit because I'm your boyfriend. Or I'm your mate. See, what they think is they can bring in their drama and chaos. You can't believe what happened to me at the office. You can't believe what my girlfriends did. You can't believe what my friend said about me. You can't believe what my father said about me. You can't believe what you did to me. I want you to do this for a second. Oh, it's seven hours a week. Seven hours a week. I want to, I want to um, ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. In a conversation that you have with women that you're dating, mating with, and so forth, how many times does she, when she's talking to you, how many times does she bring in negative conversations? Most of them are unaware of this. They're unaware of it. 
they're unaware that most of the time that they're, they're, they're talking to you, most of the conversation is negative. And then when you don't want to deal with it, they, they ask you why you don't want to deal with it. Not that it's negative about you. It's just negative, right? It's just not a good, encouraging conversation. It's not motivating. It's not ins inspirational. It's just like a drama situation. Oh, baby mama drama. Oh, my baby daddy. Oh, my mother or my father. Oh, my cousin, my niece. Uh, my aunt's getting evicted. It's always negative. Oh, something happened at work and this bitch said it's a negative conversation. How many times you're talking to your spouse in today's world, not yesterday, work drama, is the conversation completely a negative conversation that is going to bring you no value? It is actually going to stress you out. It's almost always a negative conversation. Like we're talking about 90% of the time that it comes up or something you're not doing. You're not doing this. Or look at this Instagram post. Look at this TikTok. It's always, almost always a negative conversation. They're completely unaware of how that brings you down. And then when your behavior is in response to them is negative, they then bring that negativity back to you. They're unaware that they do this and they don't like, what's the problem? Let's continue. And don't try to change them, accept them for who they are and believe in them. And then they'll want to be in a relationship with you. It's not the fact that they don't want to be in relationships. They just don't want to be in a relationship with you. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So we don't, we, it's the people, it's the person. So I'm always um, telling guys that the future of relationships are going to be business-like. It's going to be business. It's not going to be this fun thing because most people don't really know how to do relationships. Men don't either, to be fair. Men don't know how to do relationships either, meaning there needs to be a guy who needs to be the leader. In my opinion, I'm an old school. The guy's always the leader. There can be situations where the woman is the alpha woman. She doesn't need a alpha man. Okay, so if she's an alpha woman, alpha widow, she needs a very much of an introverted, low competing, low testosterone, and or low ambitious wise man. If she partners up with an alpha, which she probably wants because she's alpha, she wants somebody that can keep her in check. She's a lawyer. She's a doctor. She's constantly in charge. Then she brings that to your relationship or house. Then you need to put that fire out. You need to be like, look, and many times that might work for her, but she's so competitive that you're always going to be competing with her. And long-term wise, it's going to be a wash. She needs to be with a low ranking male. Like a skinny soy boy. No, she needs to be with him for it to work. Most women don't like that. They're not going to go with that unless they just want to reign over the guy. In my opinion, the male should always be in the lead. The man should always be in the situation of making the decisions or he should be the last decision maker because he's probably going to make it on logic. If a man abstains that position, he's going, I'm going to give up that position. Your relationship is going to be a car wreck or a train wreck. It's going to be a train wreck. Women who don't want to have that guy be in that position, it's going to be a train wreck. We need to be equal train wreck. Because if somebody busts up in that room or they may need to make a critical decision, we don't have time to powwow. Somebody runs up in the house, I got to make a decision. We don't have time to powwow as to what we're going to do. 
you don't have time to make a plan. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. But you're going to bump heads in the time of the point of no return and the moment of truth. When there's a crisis, we don't have time to powwow or we should have a plan in order. People normally don't have plans. So the male's the leader. If she doesn't want that type of relationship, you can see why relationships are failing. Because there's women out here listening right now. I don't want that type of relationship. I want an equal partnership. Well, guess what? In America, you're not going to find that or you're going to find a bad relationship. So it should be business. In Mark Anthony's case, I'm hoping he has a business relationship going forward. Let's talk about friendships. Your friendship should always be seen with women in a business mindset. Because if you violate any terms, she's going to turn it into business. Marriages. If you act like this is about fantasy and romance, you're going to find out it's about business. Let me show you a couple of stories here. We're going to do two stories to stay on this point. This story is of a woman who served as a golf cart girl who sues. Let me see if I can share the story because it's on a thing called Apple, Apple News. Okay, I got it up here. Where is it at? Now, I'm going to tell you how ridiculous this sounds to me. Okay, where is it? Um, For some reason, can't see if I'm able to share it. Let me see. Oh, I see what I did. I see what I did there. Here it is. This is a tab. Okay, so here's a young woman here. I don't know if this is her real photo. <laughs> right? Wait a minute. Where did it go? I don't know if this is her real photo. But ex-beverage cart attendant at a swanky golf club alleges that she was sexually harassed by wealthy members. Hold up. See, what people don't understand and men don't understand today is that women can no longer get the bag via marriage. Many of them can't get the bag versus uh, uh, through uh, Me Too movement. So now they're going intentionally, in my opinion, to certain places where they can do what? Find a way to get the bag. So she serves herself up to wealthy members for a period of time in a known place where this type of harassment is known. Let me just say this for instance. We know that men are going to be somewhat sexualizing women, like the strip clubs, nightclubs, gyms, you know, uh, country clubs, and she somehow puts herself there. And then claims to be the victim later on. This, to me, is a strategic apex predator move. So now you're also putting men in the position of, you know what, cold approaching them, joking with them sexually. They might be there. They might be into it now. Doesn't mean it's going to pay off for me in the future. They, this is Everybody knows kind of what golf cart girls do. If anybody doesn't know what a golf cart do, curl does, there's actually a girl that explains this. I don't know if I have time to look it up. Let me see if I have time to look it up. Everybody knows in a country club what a golf cart girl does. Let me see if I can pull this up. Okay. All right. Here we go right here. <laughs> let, let me stop sharing the screen. I got to show a video because people don't really know. You know what I mean? You're not privy to the details and the information here. 
they do have ones that are short. So, oh, here we go right here. Okay, here we go right here. We're going to go to old Cassie. All right, so here's Cassie. Here's Cassie. This girl's a golf cart girl, and she has a whole shorts tabs of what a golf cart girl does. Okay, golf cart girl, TikTok stories, golf cart girls. You see right here. So let me see. This is a beverage cart girl. Okay, beverage cart girl. She's going to explain. As you can see how she's displaying herself. That's the girl, right? Everybody knows. Don't ruin it for the husbands. All right, I, I'm just saying right here. They dress up. They doll up. They put themselves available, right? They make themselves pretty. And they're trying to get, at minimum, tips from the guys. Money. And they'll brag. They'll say, this guy gave me a $50 tip. This guy gave me a $100 tip for serving them drinks while driving around a golf court, a golf course in a golf cart for hours upon the day sweating. Okay. Everybody knows what's happening here. She's using sexuality and availability to manipulate men out of money. This is what golf cart girls do. Okay, listen up. The three most popular places where business gets done are restaurants, strip clubs, and golf courses. These are also the places where we can make the best tips. You hear that? You hear that? There it is right there. This is also pl the place we can make the best tips. We can also get flown out. We can also get on someone's private jet. So they're using what? Cuteness, attractiveness to go there intentionally to finesse dudes out of money. Using what? Just a tip. No. Using what? Their sexuality. So it is not a little realm of possibility that a woman does not know that that's what's happening on the golf course. Let's continue. All right. Let me explain. This is Her skirt is flying up and she seems to have no reason, uh, no, no issue with it. Right. Let's continue. Men come here to flex. OK, they came here ready to spend. They're most likely using a company card and they're going to write it off anyway. So don't be afraid to wrap that thing up. If they want to buy their new business partner a drink, unless they specifically ask for the well alcohol, give them Sorry for the wind here. This is her video. That's They're treating their business partner so they can't get mad at you. How's their partner going to feel if they see you pour the cheap stuff in versus if you pour the top shelf stuff in? The one paying is probably going to feel pretty stupid if you knew a $4 difference for the shot is coming between him and business. So you got to help them out. So it's been five hours and we're leaving with $538, which isn't bad for a Thursday. Okay, listen up. All right, so you see it right there. You see you see what we're looking at. So when I get to this story, I don't want to hear people going, what are you talking about, coach? This woman's there specifically to get money from men. She made $500, five hours. She's sitting there saying, we know what she used, a little bit of flirtation, a little bit of insinuation. Guys, waitresses do this. So you know golf cart girls do this. I've been on the golf cart. Uh, golf course when the guard, golf guard girls come around they're gonna be there's gonna be all kind of comments said there's gonna be all kind of insinuation and innuendo and not only that the drinks are going around when these rounds are happening and she's participating she's like i i'm gonna get money i'm gonna get something out of this right so let's go back to the story where you have to be this is what changes people's um dealings with women when they do this now now I was sexually harassed. <laughs> I was sexually harassed. Where? At golf clubs by wealthy members. Brothers, what the hell are we doing?
This is how they change the game. This is how women get ignored now in society. Yep, same thing with the bottle girls and the bottle service. Same thing with waitresses. Same thing at Hooters. Dude, you're going to get this. This is part of the job. And you went there specifically for these guys. Here it is. A California woman is suing a swanky golf club, alleging that she was sexually harassed, propositioned, and forced to drink alcohol and take drugs while working as a beverage cart attendant. Same thing as bartenders. It's crazy right here. Peyton Stover, age 26. I believe this is her. I believe this is her. Is seeking more than $15 million from the Old Ranch Country Club in Seal Beach, a coastal city south of Los Angeles, where she was hired in 2019, according to the Orange County Register. Her lawsuit filed last week in Orange County Superior Court named the defendant's as former supervisor, and they name his name, the manager, and they name his name, and the club parent company, Club Corp. Stover moved from Washington State to join the 128-acre golf club as a beverage cart attendant. She moved from Washington to go there. Now, you already know the conversation. The conversation was like, I'm going to finesse these guys out of money. I'm going to go there and I'm going to make all these tips. I'm going to go there and make money. And a position in which she was expected to build relationships, help retain well-heeled members, well-heeled members, I don't know what that means, and provide refreshments for them with a little flirtation. But things got, uh, got off to a troubling start when Pooper, I think that's her name. Wait, who is Pooper? Oh, that's the manager. That's the supervisor asked her during the interview whether she had thick skin and could keep her mouth shut, according to the lawsuit. Man, this is pretty, this is pretty much, this comes with the territory. Dude, this is what happens, man. They, they, they ruin everything for everybody. They ruin everything. Look, if you didn't want the job, you could have just said, no, I don't. Right there, you made a choice. Why do I need thick skin? Well, you know, the guys are going to be guys. She intended. There she is with her body. This is her right here. Wait a minute. This is her picture of her on the Internet. <laughs> what are we doing? So this is how she displays herself for strangers on the Internet. But she's going to complain while she was at work. Stover's predecessor also warned her that uh, Lechik Lecherous members would hit on her and force her to drink booze. This is common. She shouldn't be drinking on the job. Plaintiff wasn't sure what to make of these comments at the time and merely brushed them off. Oh, my God. Mm. Ladies, come on, bruh. This is like going to, this is like being a personal trainer at the gym as a woman. This is like being a bottle service girl. This is like working in clubs. This is like being a bartender. This is like being a waitress. I didn't realize, I didn't know what to do with the comments. Wow. A few months later, an unidentified member began to sexually harass and assault the woman, which we don't, we don't suggest that you do, but here we go, including shoving her onto a golf cart and bending her over in a sexual manner, according to the lawsuit. That is over the line. That's where I say is over the line. 
but we got to get the evidence. When she continued, when she complained to the supervisor that she was being objectified. <laughs> oh, man, bruh. When she complained that she was being objectified. There's her feet right there, by the way. He allegedly replied, quote, being objectified always makes you more money. Adding that he would not take action because golfers pay a lot of money to join the club. And she didn't know this. Does she have an OnlyFans? What a shock. This is this is clown world. This is clown world, man. Says right here, plaintiff understood this to mean that members were allowed to treat old ranch employees however they wished without repercussion or recourse and that old ranch condoned, ratified, and even encouraged this conduct as part of his business model in order to churn a profit, the suit uh, reportedly states. Stover also claims that the uh, supervisor Flirted with her himself, of course. Asking what color underwear she had on. So she turned to the manager in hopes that he'd intervene and hear how this went. On every occasion, the manager merely confirmed that he was aware that the supervisor had sexually harassed other female old ranch employees and that this conduct was creepy. The file uh, allegedly states right here, guys. He says, so why did she even work there? It says right here. However, he took no action against the supervisor to cease this conduct. Stover feel retaliation and termination. If she continued to complain about the sword incident incidences saying that quote, the atmosphere at old ranch was that the club members wanted, uh, once outweighed old ranch's legal obligation to his employees. One golfer allegedly texted her constantly, groped her, kissed her without her consent, and sent her articles and ads for sex toys, the suit claims. Mm. How did they get your number, bruh? <laughs> he says, PUAs, where y'all at? This is what's causing, in the new world that we live in, this is what's causing the complications. Not only that, these people are double dipping, oftentimes have Instagrams and TikToks and OnlyFans and whatever, fans only. They're double dipping at the same time, showing themselves, displaying themselves, and their comment section is full of strangers that are sexually harassing them. Says right here, another member alleged, allegedly told Stover that he would pay her $300 to see her breasts, lifted her shirt in front of other members, and poured alcohol on her. I don't condone any of those three things, but this is what she's alleging. These are all things that she's alleging. This is stuff that I don't condone. Um, this is stuff that I've often told you as well. Don't do these things in public, even if you think you have the perceived leverage and options. There's places that you could do this where women would easily oblige. As a matter of fact, I'm sure that if you texted her on Instagram and gave her this offer and said you were a chic in Dubai, she would have skedaddled right over to you. Uh, one text allegedly sent to her and obtained by the news outlet said, when you spread those legs, it kills me. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
When did he see her spread her legs? Princess, I need to see you in action. Help me. You'll get a big tip, guys. Jesus. And of course, I believe they have the text message. Uh, but just so you guys know, just so you guys know, in the context of these type of situations, bottle girls, waitresses, I don't encourage you to do this, by the way, using mode one. I don't encourage you to do this via text because they have the proof. Women will screenshot it and they will find a way to get a lawsuit on you. This is the problem with the, the men and women relationships today. This is becoming problematic for men and women because men are violators too. I'm not saying that men don't violate, but men are doing what worked in the past. The 90s are over, gentlemen. The 90s are over. You can't do this anymore because women are saying they're going to find a way to capitalize on this and they're going to be getting favorable lawsuits. They're going to get payoffs, stuff like this. This is the same thing as the guys that said, Emmy Yudoka should be able to screw women at his job. Problem is, you're the head coach. She's just some broad. And you're a visible person. You can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. Can't do it no more. Now, you could do it at your low-life job, but you can't do it as Emmy Yudoka. And we can't just dismiss it. This is a new day. 90s are dead. Yep, cameras everywhere. They got text messages. See, back in the day, you used to be able to do this stuff and have no evidence. You could just be able to say what you want to say and do what you want to do. Um, I'm not saying I'm, ex I'm excusing it, but now that's not the case. When you do the whole text game, it's evidence. Anytime you text a woman, it's evidence. I'm going to say it again. We have to take this approach. Anytime you text a woman, it is evidence. And you've documented the evidence. Every single message you put is potential evidence that she can use against you. Every single message. Every single message. Um, in the case of XQC, she's, they're looking for text messages in which he said, you're my wife or I'll marry you, which is intent to marry, which would then establish a common law marriage. So you got to be careful listening to old dudes that have been retired out of the game and are not doing this with women today. It is all evidence. And also, everywhere there's a camera. So all they have to do now is pull a camera up. It's going to be difficult on a golf course. But all they have to do is pull a, uh, all she has to do is say a date. Pull this date up and it's this day. And she can go back. They can pull the camera up. If they see you on the golf course that day, they got a case, guys. So you got for the male behavior, you got to change your behavior. I'm not just putting this all on women. You got to change your behavior. Can't do what you used to do back in the day. You got to treat them like business. Her, her attorney says that there was a guy, they named a guy. No, this is her attorney. Said she didn't report the alleged assault to police because she was scared of being victimized again. Quote, it's damn egregious. When you're in, wait, when you are in management, you have to protect employees and have a duty to investigate complaints. Those old ranch, uh, those at old ranch failed miserably and in fact doubled down, which to me is true. Right? You know what I mean? Like women in the past, they kind of knew, okay, this goes with the territory. But now, if they ever doesn't work for them you will probably say they can just use it against you as a business model. If they can get favor, they'll do it. Okay, so I'm just going to say if they probably have evidence of her talking to other men, 
in which she used this position to gain an advantage, meaning she got an extra tip. She showed up and she did a little bit of a extra little salami smuggle. She got flown to a vacation. There's somewhere in there. I'm sure she took advantage of this. And it says right here, Stover said she eventually resigned and became a yoga instructor, but that she's became depressed and began drinking as a result of her experience. Man, I'm telling y'all, man, look, I'm not trying to scare you with dealing with women. I'm just telling you guys, it's it's almost time. <laughs> it's almost time. We need to really establish what's what. This is the dating coaching. This is why the dating coaching stuff for me, it just flies in the face of this is stupid now. You're encouraging men to do stupid shit, like sexually harassing women um, or sexually assaulting them. <laughs> now we got depression coming in. They're always going to use that. And we got alcoholism. This drove me to be an alcoholic. Some of these people are straight up incapable of living as an adult. They're incapable. This is a simple job. This is simple. You don't want to do it. Just say, you know what? This isn't for me. Now we got a $15 million lawsuit. This is not a $15 million lawsuit. Where do you see $15 million at? Quote, it was the most traumatic experience I ever had. She said the paperwork reporter, the paper reported, quote, it took me a whole year after leaving Old Ranch for me to feel stronger. It really hurt my feelings of self-worth. <laughs> oh, my Lord. This is actually this is actually crazy. This is actually crazy. All right. My goodness. This is some crazy shit on his website. The club says. Since its inception in 1867, it actually says 1967, Old Ranch Country Club. All right, we don't want to care about all this shit. Let me see if I get it. Let me see here. Texas-based club corp did not respond to emails. Okay, all right, so they didn't respond to emails and all of that stuff. All right, so this is the woman here. This is what I call an apex predator. You intentionally find that this type of woman's always the one on the side of, oh, I've been victimized. Give me the money. Just give me some money for it, and I'll be fine. I don't know what she's gone through. But what I'm saying is in a traditional role where these things are kind of well-known, you know what's up here. It's kind of like, oh, you got to put up with these scuzzy, slimy guys. She's acting like she's never been put in this situation. I've never understood this. This is the worst thing that ever happened to me. I didn't know that this was part of the job. Maybe they're ignorant. Maybe in Washington State, wherever she came from, Spokane, Cheney, Washington, they don't have things like this. But it kind of goes with the territory. We showed you that another woman here, I'll show you another video. Another woman's coaching women on how to do this. Okay, let me see here. Let me see here. Let's go ahead and play this video here. Fair use. They're coaching women how to take advantage of men who might prey on them or might be attracted to them. Um. And uh, what is that about? Are they, should they be allowed to do this? Should they remove cart girls from golf clubs? Let's play it. I guess you could say it's been a good day at work today. These guys asked if they could pay me to leave early to go to the bar with them. 
And I told them I couldn't because they can't do that. Um, but they were persistent and proceeded to shove $200 at me anyway. Uh, I kept telling them that I wasn't going to be able to leave early, but they insisted that I ask anyway. So I wasn't really going to ask, but I pretended like I did. And I told them that they said no, that we were too busy. And they were like, no, try again, keep trying. So I pretended to go ask again. And when I tried to come back, apparently they had already left. So I still have the money. I'm not really sure what happened there. Maybe they forgot. I just hope next time they're here, they don't ask for it back because I won't be giving it to them. I guess that's the price you pay for bugging someone after they've said no. Okay, so here we go right here. Obviously, then she was sexually harassed several times. She said no several times. She was paid. She kept the money. She said she's not giving the money back. And she says, that's what you get. Na-na-na-boo-boo. That's what she basically said. Na-na-na. She said, na-na-na. Hold on for a second. Let me go full screen so somebody can clip it. She said, na-na-na-boo-boo. Yeah, hey, it is what it is. She stood up for herself, and she took the money. She was like, hey, hey, she said. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> hey, his bad. And guys, that's your bad for playing old game. For using old game and old stupid shit and tricks. Okay, so I'm just thinking about a time when I went on a little business trip to my little cart girl thing in Miami for a few weeks. And I went by myself, but like I wanted to try a lot of the restaurants there. So what I would do is there'd be hundreds of guys on the golf course every day. So I'd find a guy or like a group of guys to invite me to dinner. I know everyone's going to be like, oh, you were just using them. But shut up, just shut up. Because it made their night just as much as it made mine. And if they needed me to pay for my own, it wasn't like I wasn't working every day and making my own money. So I could have. But I just wanted someone to go with. So she's essentially admitting, <laughs> just so you know, and not listen, I don't mind this game. She's essentially admitting going on a trip, targeting men specifically to get dinners and money for them while on a business trip. What are we doing, guys? These are rich men. She's big. This is called being an apex predator. This is why I say you got to be business with these people, man. You got to be strictly business with them. And many times there's the danger assisted with that, but at least you can go through the steps of being business-wise with them. And if they want to pay for dinner, hey. But after dinner, I had the perfect excuse to leave. Oh. I would be like, oh, there's two times at six tomorrow. Like, I have to be up early. I can't stay out late. I have to go to work. So it was, like, perfect. And like for a girl's trip, like, I feel like that's just such a good idea. <laughs> so here we go here. Here we go right here. Hey, you know what? It's a good idea. Finesse some dudes out of their money. Hey, they the ones want me. And I know they want me. I'm going to show up where they are. I'm going to actually participate in the debauchery. Then I'm going to finesse them. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> Guys, where are we at with this? Let's get to these super chats. Treat them. You got to treat these relationships business-wise. Now, you don't have to. It's going to be your choice. It's going to be your choice. But then when it comes to them, they want to play the, oh, dumb, I didn't realize what I was doing. Even with marriages, even with relationships, with children, with work relationships, with situation. They will act like, I didn't realize. It's crazy, man. It's always going to be your fault. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. Somebody said, Golf dudes are lame. Just pay pros. She'll travel with you and take care of you. Mr. Mr. MJ, I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell you. This dude running games and picking up on strangers and picking up the old hat is not working no more. And here's the thing. Younger girls 
are not like the older women. So women over 35 grew up in a different time. Women that are now 21, 22, they know what's up. They know they can just wriggle out of it. They're not ashamed to use you. They're not ashamed to abuse you. They're also not ashamed um, to rat your ass out if it's convenient for them. They're not ashamed. Even older women are doing this now. Even you got Pamela Anderson. At some point, guys, this whole approaching women at will and saying what you want to say, if they perceive they can get something from you and not give you no peace leave, they'll do it. Assuming women are dumb, it's dumb business. All right, watch this, man. I'm about to, I'm about to get over on this dumb woman. Dude, I think you're stupid if you use that. If you use that strategy today, because women will play dumb. They'll get their hair. Oh, yeah. and this woman admits it, right? And I'm not putting her down, but what I'm saying, she admits it. She already knows what you're going to say before you say it. So she goes to you and she's like, oh, and then when they ask me to stay later, I know how to wriggle out of it. Oh, I got to get up six in the morning. They're not stupid. You know who's stupid? You're being played. It is out of control. Um, If there's any dating coaches that would want to come up and jump on this stream to again, try to prove me wrong as to why I'm telling you, you got to extreme be, proceed with extreme caution today. It's better to deal with them business-wise <laughs> than to keep thinking that women are dumb and you're going to get over on them. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you're dating, trying to get free sex at the nightclub, bottle service girls, cart girls, girls at Hooters, strippers, women on, on the street corner. Oh, by the way, there's a woman on the street corner that had a, a, a rapper approach her. And then she recorded him because he said he didn't have the money and she blasted him out on the internet. It's very, very, you got to be, you got marriage, same way. Women don't act dumb. Oh, there was a clip that I was going to show you about marriage where the woman wanted to, uh, the guy wanted the woman to sign a prenup and she got out of it. Let me see here. That was what I wanted to show you. So we're going to the marriage thing um, where he was going to make a mistake, by the way. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see. Let me see here. She wanted the guy to sign a prenup, and she went screaming. It's a clip that's about two years old. I had it up earlier, but um, I think I found it. I think I found it. Okay, never do this, guys, for a prenup. And watch how she treats this when he says we're a business. Okay, here we go. Fair use. Uh, here we go. Are you laughing? No, I'm just laughing because you're a little lit. So you understand that our wedding is weeks away? Yeah. We're going to have the prenup drawn up in less than seven days. They're probably going to copyright me for this, so you know, I believe, because these, these reality shows typically copyright me. So I'm probably not going to show exactly. a lot of okay. it. You just said the worst thing about them is they copyright you, but they block the whole stream. So that's the worst thing about these reality shows. So I'm not going to play it. Because what they do is they'll copyright it, block the entire stream instead of saying copyright, trim the stream out. So I'm not going to play it. All right. But what she did is she throws a tantrum when he says that we're a business. Our relationship is a business. She kicks, screams and cries. She eventually says in the comment section here. This is her in the comment section. And um, if you want to see the clip, go ahead and check it out. This is her in the comment section. I never thought this would haunt me two years later, LOL. I've been seeing this scene circulating around TikTok and now this. Shaking my head for those of you, those who uh, haven't watched the show, we're married already. 
no prenup. And she puts a target. She says, we're married already. No prenup. So he folded. And look at what she put right there. What is that? That's a target. That's a tar. What? No one knows our real story. You watch TV and work two jobs while pregnant and until my water broke. Okay. I worked two jobs while pregnant. She says, wow, he stayed home building up his business. I also helped a lot with this business when it started. So no, it wasn't like I was trying to not sign one because of the money. Plus, I started my own business and gave him half of my business on paper. And that's why I flipped when he asked me for a prenup. It was an insult to my face. Plus, I was a little tipsy in this scene. Boy, she's throwing up all of the um, all of the excuses. I am further from a gold digger and my husband. Wait, I am further. I'm the furthest from a gold digger. And my husband knows that period. Okay. Oh, that's the bullseye. She hits the bullseye. I don't know their financial situation, but according to that scene, she threw a fit when he asked for a prenup and suggested that he helped her. She helped him with this business. And he said, no, you didn't. Now, they did get married with no prenup. But even though prenups can get contested, this is not the point of the matter. You still got to treat them like a business. Anybody want to debate me on that? Let me know. All right, so let me see here. We do have Super Chat. Shout out to Domain Stickum says, Coach, what is the name of the documentary with the middle-aged white women traveling to Jamaica to get piped down on YouTube? I don't know. Is it the, is it the, um, the, the women that, uh, let me see, I have a clip up. I was going to show it. I think it is um, Milf Mansion? Milf something. Milf Manor, is that the one? I think it's Milf Manor. Or it's, yeah, I, I believe it is. I'm not sure. Mar D, coach, the best thing I think a man can do in court is let the woman go first and say nothing. If she's a liar, which most of them are, she will shoot herself in the foot. Then you produce your proof and look at her like, yes, indeed. You bitch, you bitch. One thing I always do advise guys of that somebody gave me information of and advice when I was early on in my um, divorce and always pending custody battle is that just be silent as possible. All right. Don't be argumentative. Don't yell at the judge. Don't be defensive. Many, many times if you're relaxed and she looks like she's erratic, she'll be nervous. Her voice will be quivering. And most of the time she will do things that violate the court order. Okay. If she's representing herself. So, for instance, many judges may not call it out, but some judges are going to call out things like um, testifying for another person, saying that the kid said this. These are all violations of a court order, and you can object to them without sounding crazy. You don't have to jump up and say object. If you do have an attorney, they should object to these actions. Most of them are going to be hearsay testimony. My son said this. My daughter said that. Now, what they'll do is get smart and then get a therapist who's not ethical to agree to some shit like this so that that therapist or the referee or the doctor or the um, or, or some lawyer that can confirm what this person said. All right. Especially in family court. 
But many times I saw a good judge. I know I'm critical of judges, but I did see a good judge say and call out a baby mother for doing this, which they'll go and say, my kid said this and my kid don't want to do this. And my kid told me that. And this person said this and the babysitter said that you can't you, you can't do that in court. OK, she can't do that. Now, what you can do if the, if the judge does not call them out is object or ask for a point of clarification. <laughs> All right. All right. Do a have ask for a point of clarification. These things can bail you out. And yes, leading with the motions. If they do like this and, and cry, you can say objection. They're leading you with the motion. So be calm and collective if you're in there by yourself. No hearsay testimony. No leading them with emotion. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to move on. This is all leading the judge to be emotion, um, um, to be swayed by emotion. Okay, and so you can object to this type of thing, but uh, you know, just know that they'll get better and knowledgeable, and they'll figure out how to get around it. Right. So, uh, uh, uh ask for points of clarification, and this is where you can probably get the judge. You got to defend yourself. So say, you know what, um, point of clarification, your honor, I want to know who are you representing in this case? If indeed you feel like the case is not going your way, okay, uh, do you have a representative interest in any of the petitioner, plaintiff, defendant, respondent? Okay, and that should be able to get the judge to understand that maybe they're leaning too much, maybe they have a bias. But you don't want to be yelling people out. You don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be, get, and by the way, this is for entertainment purposes only. This is not legal advice. This is not legal advice. But if they're letting shit go along, you might want to ask them. And then, for instance, let me just give you a for instance. If they're letting shit go on and the woman says something and there's hearsay, well, my son, my daughter, my dog said this, that that person was doing that. And where's the person? That person, the dog said that that person did that. <laughs> okay. Then you could object on hearsay. And then if you think there's a bias, you can ask. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I left the thought. If the judge then asked you, did you say, did, did your dog say this or did you do this to the dog? If the judge asked you, what this person just said, which was a violation, which was hearsay testimony, you can clear that up. Objection, point of clarification. Are we allowing hearsay testimony in here today? <laughs> Objection. Or you can say if the judge asked you, hey, Mr. Uh, Smith, did your dog do X, Y, and Z? Did your dog say to your child that your child told the mother this you can say point of clarification are we are we allowing hearsay testimony today that should clear things up if it does not objection point of clarification is there an interest that you represent in the court today meaning are you working on behalf of one are, are you representing the interest of the petitioner or the plaintiff these are things you can just do right off the rip. And then after that, I would close my mouth. I wouldn't say shit after that. <laughs> All right? I wouldn't say shit. I wouldn't answer nothing. I wouldn't I wouldn't answer nothing. I would have probably asked to motion to move this to another courtroom. Motion, I feel something's threatened. I'm going to file a motion 
to try to get this move. I'm not willing. I'm not going to say shit after that. There ain't much more I'm going to say. I'm going to be quiet after that. <laughs> All right, anyway. But that's if you're representing yourself. If you ha- do have a lawyer, um, most of the time, that should the lawyer should be able to jump in as well. If your lawyer does not jump in on hearsay testimony, you got a sorry-ass lawyer. <laughs> Here we go. Your lawyer about to get you hung. If your lawyer does not say, Your Honor, I believe that this person is trying to embarrass my client. I believe this person is providing hearsay testimony. If your lawyer, if your lawyer does not jump in there, you got a piece of shit lawyer. <laughs> All right, I'm just letting you know right now. So let me tell you that right now. Shout out to the lead attorney. He's like, this is reprehensible. You shouldn't be telling you that. By the way, here, this is not legal advice. Sheldon Ross says those simps were on that golf club starving. He says, when are these guys going to learn? Yep. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Don't be starving out in the golf course. I'm telling you guys, this whole thing about uh, fronting out women and playing them for stupid, I think it's dead. All right. Todd C says, you right. He says, wait. All right. I don't know what this means. I'm something, something coach gang. We hear your voice, men. Shout out to you, peace. Shout out to the Shelby NYC. My two baby mama terrorist friends helped me deal with my own baby mama terrorist. All right. Shout out. Is it the New York way? All right. Did you, did you have her manhandled and threatened? Shout out to you. First draft. Thank you for your super chat. All right, Dane Digital says masterful, masterful single mother thought process breakdown. And they're exposing themselves. Absolutely. All right. Somebody says change the Siri voice to male voice. All right. Shout out to Craig C. He says next strippers class action lawsuit against King of Diamonds. Yep. <laughs> I was in there and these guys were propositioning me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Hooters is coming up next. Guys, do not be starving out here, guys. Whatever you want. If you feel yourself as a man starving, you need to get a professional on the job. I'm not encouraging you to pay for play, but come on, man. If you're starving out in public, they're going to use it against you. We got Shan says the term wifey can get you in trouble. Yep. If you're not trying to marry a woman and you say this is my wifey, it could be ass out for you. Ass out. Now, in America, we're the only ones probably dealing with this level of ridiculousness on both sides of the relationship marketplace. So, ladies, you can't blame a man for protecting himself in today's world. You can't blame a guy. So many women are taking advantage of these situations. It's sad. All right, we got everybody on PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App. And with that being said, let me check the Super Chats, and we got it. All right, we have the three-hour mark, which makes this the end of today's show. And we'll be back tonight for our Tuesday night. Indeed. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out. And we out of here. Peace. <laughs>